This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, January 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a new report released by the City of Philadelphia Controller's Office on Wednesday placed blame on the city leaders for their lack of coordination in addressing civil unrest sparked by the death of George Floyd. The city did not plan, did not plan in advance of the protests and the unrest, and there was a blueprint available to do just that, said Controller Rebecca Reinhart. The report's findings were based on an independent investigation that called for the review of some 1,700 documents and interviews with city officials. It boiled down to five points, which address leadership, use of resources, the improper use of tear gas, and contrasting responses to protests, those against police brutality, and those that gather to support the police. Controller Reinhardt said that the report details numerous gaps in leadership structure, like at the time the absence of an inspector of Homeland Security. Former Deputy Police Commissioner and Inspector of Homeland Security Joe Sullivan said he does believe, had the role been filled, it may have made a difference. Reinhardt said, However, the buck ultimately stops with the mayor. The mayor is at the helm, so we need to look at the mayor as well and say there was a failure of leadership, she said. In a statement, city spokesperson Mike Dunn noted the controller's report mirrored one done by the city last month. He says the prior report offered solutions, but the controller appears fixated on platitudes and attempts to cast blame for mistakes that have been acknowledged on multiple occasions. The Philadelphia School District will begin welcoming a limited number of students back into the classroom on February 22nd, Super Superintendent William Height announced on Wednesday. The phased return to hybrid learning will begin with pre-K to second grade students and include two days of in-person instruction and three days of digital learning. Teachers will return to the schools to prepare for in-person learning on February 8th. Families who chose the hybrid model during the selection process last fall will be in the first wave of students welcomed back. Students who chose to stay entirely digital during the fall selection process will need to stay virtual for the time being. I'm sure I haven't heard from anybody, but I'm sure where families are going crazy over this. Just think about it. They made the decision back no. in the fall. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And now they're saying you have to stick with that. Our school district did something similar. I mean, fortunately, I chose, you know, what I would still choose now. But I'm like, I know there are people that made a decision months ago that maybe yeah. have changed their mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, 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 listen, all right. it, it, <laughs> it's crazy. There's so much stuff that they're, they're still finding out and will continue to find out for, for many, many months and years after this. Yeah, I mean, listen, and the schools can do whatever they want. Uh, not whatever they want want but um they they could take as many precautions as possible right but whatever you do after school and on the weekends you know has an effect on the school and i'm speaking from experience and i know because it was uh the actions of um people that uh, there was a, an outbreak in a school that shut everything down but it didn't it wasn't because of what was going on in the schools right. because of what was happening outside of the school on the weekends and stuff do you know what i mean yeah well, yeah yeah Dr. Height said families will have the chance to opt in at a later date when he can safely phase in more students. Conversely, students who partake in hybrid learning can switch to digital learning at any point, according to the district. Most schedules will follow the staggered AABB pattern to reduce the number of people inside the building for social distancing. In order for a safe and efficient return to school, the district is asking families to ensure students only show up on their scheduled days. In a Wednesday release, the district highlighted a number of enhanced cleaning and mitigation efforts to ensure the safety of students and staff. There will be mandatory mask wearing. Room occupancy signs will help uh, safe distancing. Touchless hand sanitizer stations and plexiglass barriers have been installed and ventilation assessments have been completed. 
Apple is urging iPhone and iPad users to promptly update their operating system to fix security bugs that may have already been exploited by hackers. On its support webpage, the company said three security flaws may have been actively exploited. It did not reveal uh, too many specifics about the bugs, noting Apple does not disclose, discuss, or confirm security issues until an investigation has occurred and patches or releases are available. The issue is a link in an exploit chain, uh, meaning a hacker would need to exploit further bugs for it to be fully executable. The company declined to comment further on any uh, attacks. The company pushed out the security patches on Tuesday as part of its new iOS 14.4 software, uh, which also includes fixes for keyboard lag and allows smaller QR codes to be read by the camera. Uh, uh, Apple prides itself on device security, but it is not immune to exploits. Yeah, and if you don't download the new operating system, it won't slow down your phone so that you can't use it. (laughs) And then forced to buy a new one. Exactly. Because you got to get it in there now so everything starts to get wonky and sluggish and glitches that didn't exist before occur. So you get so pissed off, you just buy a new one. I I thought that. Yes, the system. But I kind of thought that. I'm like, are they saying this just so like everybody does it and then they go buy new phones? (laughs) They've in as much admitted. I forget when somebody was up before Congress and saying that there was, there might have been, I mean, not in this particular case. But it's not unheard of to force uh, through software to to uh, exceed the parameters of the mechanism itself, thus cajoling you a little, yeah, or at least mm-hmm. forcing you a little, a little bit little. to yeah. upgrade. My yeah. brother works. Go for figure. A- worked for Apple uh, and did really well with them, but he had like an Apple like one, you know, like he yeah, had yeah, like yeah. the first Apple phone, and he refused to do the updates. Uh, oh, and I'm wow. like, why? I was like, then just get a new phone. He's like, no, my phone works fine. I'm not doing the update. I'm going to use it until I absolutely need a new phone. You, we've all had it. <laughs> we've all had the thing. You do the update, and listen, I'm I'm a, I've been an Apple guy forever. You know, I, my for years, when they when they had the, the the clones, all that stuff, but and it's with any sort of computer thing. But you, you okay? All right, let's see what's going to happen now. And suddenly, there's this app or this thing. I was telling you, Preston, about the new the, the mail on the new the newest OS for the, the yeah. Mail. They figured. <laughs> The buttons were too big before. <laughs> so now they're smaller. Tiny. They needed to be smaller. <laughs> I'm still mad about the whole iTunes situation and how they messed that up. Uh, messed what that it up. used to be drag and drop in the most obvious way to manage things. They over-engineer. We've talked about this. They yeah. just over-engineer it. And yeah. it's like, I don't. Where is my music? Where is it? Where did and it go? I'm adept at computers, and, and sometimes it becomes that problematic. Uh, so they're saying uh, do this update though, um, because there's some sort of hacking situation that's, that's going on, and they want you to buy a new thousand dollar phone. Okay, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers beat the L.A. Lakers last night in South Philly. Yeah. Tobias Harris sank a jumper with three seconds left. Ending the Lakers 13-0 run and sending the Sixers to a 107-106 win over the NBA champ. 
Harris scored 24 points. Joel Embiid added 28. And Ben Simmons had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. The Sixers are back on the road tomorrow night in Minnesota to play the Timberwolves. Tip-off will be at 8 o'clock. The Flyers are in New Jersey to face the Devils again. Early into the season, the Flyers have four wins and are in third place in the Eastern Division with nine points, while the Devils are in fifth place, just two points behind the Flyers and Pittsburgh Penguins. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And in sad news, Siku Smith, a longtime NBA reporter and television analyst, died after a battle with COVID-19. He was only 48. Oh, my God. A native of Grand Rapids, Michigan, Smith went to college at Jackson State in Mississippi before starting his career at the Clarion Ledger in Jackson. He went on to become a beat writer covering the Indiana Pacers for the Indianapolis Star and the Atlanta Hawks for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution before joining Turner Sports in 2009. For more than a decade, Smith served as an analyst for NBA TV, a writer for NBA.com and a host of the Hangtime podcast. Smith is survived by his wife and three children. Oh. And that's what I have for you this morning. Bad news. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, we got a Thursday. We have stuff to do, people to talk to. Uh, as far as giveaways go, yeah, we have no sad no. It's going to happen a couple of times. Chance we win $500. Don't miss your opportunity. Of course, it happens seven times. We get two of those seven, which is pretty awesome. 8 a.m., your first shot at it. Two guests on the program. Actor Christopher Mintz-Plazé will be joining us. And you know him from tons of movies over the years. Uh, and he is going to be promoting uh, the series Bl- uh, Blark and Son. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a it's a puppet show, basically. Comedy Central, yeah. yep. And uh, it's every single Saturday. So we will uh, talk to him later on today. And then we also have your ship's doctor from the love boat, Bernie Capel. Yeah, on the program. yeah. And uh, Adam Bricker. Yep. He is uh, promoting a show called Be Positive, which is on uh, CBS. But we've got to talk about Steve's fascination with the love boat. The love boat and Get Smart. Remember, he was Siegfried oh on Get God, Smart. I he was hilarious. Wow. He's been on everything. But the love boat was on for almost 10 years. Yeah. Every star in Hollywood did that show. Yes. And the show that he's on, actually, Be Positive, is based, the guy who created it, it's based on a true story. It involves a kidney donation. Uh, and then someone he has starts a relationship with, and that so it's based on his real life experience. No kidding, because he has B positive blood. He needed uh, a specific type yeah. of donor. Yeah, okay. And happened to find someone who turned out to be a, at least a friend or a romantic interest. Interesting. All right, so we will uh, we'll talk to those guys, and uh, we'll get into whatever else we get into. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We have a sad news about a death and. Uh, in the entertainment news, but uh, somebody who was uh, legendary, and we'll get to that as well. Stupid questions, some giveaways and stuff. So hang with us. We're there for the drive-in with you. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Steven's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Steven's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, the stupid question prize we have a digital download of the powerful martial arts film Born a Champion. And the question that I have right, this is a pretty unique question uh, that I stumbled across this morning. All right, so there is a character named Lars Umlaut. Hmm. 
From what video game series? Lars Umlaut from this, what video game series? This might be a hard one. Did Do, you, uh, you seen the answer there? Did, I have, yeah. Okay. I never would have known this. All never, right, ever, right. ever. I did not get into this game uh, at all. Uh, who is Lars Umlaut? All right, what game would you find that character in? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, Thursday, January 28th. They include Elijah Wood. Oh. Elijah. Wow, Elijah Wood. Frodo is 40 years old today. Happy birthday to you. He started off as a child actor. That's right. And it is wild to see the fact that he has turned 40. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Years old. <laughs> Even Gandalf does the cha-cha-cha. Yeah, he does the cha-cha-cha. Oh. He is uh, really good. Man. I've seen him in a couple. Of, he, he also does a lot of quirky sort of genre films. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's just, he's a likable guy. His exchanges, his heartfelt stuff, he's the emotional core as as well as Samwise in, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the trilogy. Very much I think. so. Uh, so happy 40th to uh, Frodo. Uh, it's Moraka's birthday today. Oh, we got him in trouble. Almost uh, got him fired. Well, he was going to come by Club Risque when we were doing oh, a that's right. live broadcast for Fat Tuesday. <laughs> he was promoting Axe Body Spray, for by dudes. the way. All right? It's a dude. It's it a... been perfect. He showed up for the event. He was there, from what I understand, <laughs> like outside of the venue, that's and right. then said he wasn't going in because it was a strip club. <laughs> We've had him back since, though. Uh, yeah. But he missed a great opportunity. It was a lot of fun. He, see, we all brought our own forks, and we were eating out of the uh, buffet. <laughs> uh, Moraka is... Is 52 years old today. Karen Lynn Gorney. Yeah, I know this name. She was the female lead in Saturday Night Fever, that and movie. That's all she need ever do because she was great in that. I, uh, she, she comes from the world of soap operas. I don't really know her from anything else other than that, personally. But... She did one of, she's so good in that and she nails that, you know, uh, that persona. Yeah. And it, it, it is, for people who dismiss it as a disco movie, it's not. Not it's at all. It rails on the lifestyle. It's just a great movie about people finding themselves. Yeah, and it's it's a gritty film. It's, it's super it's gritty. Nothing yes. about it's not just about dancing. That's part no. of it going to going to the cl- nightclub was part of their yeah. entertainment and yeah. one of their buddies happened to be really good at dancing and he starts taking it seriously, but there's some gritty, you know, hardcore stuff that happens oh, yeah. in that movie. So uh he is 70 she is 76 years old today. Uh, it's Alan Alda's birthday. Ah, we spoke to Alan Alda. We talked to him not that long ago. Yeah, he's yep. a podcast. He's a big time science buff, and uh, we spent some time talking about that. Yeah, I, you know, I got I got to check that out because the stuff, the topics he was covering mm-hmm. looked pretty engaging. Yep, uh, he is. You know, obviously, Mash was a big one, uh, but he's he's been in lots of great movies, and he plays a range of characters in Murder at sixteen hundred. I, I I like that film. He plays. An evil bastard in that movie. He can do evil well in The Aviator. Yeah. He's a yeah. scumbag. Yeah, he plays the senator yeah, who, yeah. Uh, who is... Uh, Going after Howard Hughes. Yeah. There's a movie called Flirting with Disaster that I love that he's in. Oh, he's he and great. Lily Tomlin are married. <laughs> um, Have you ever seen that, Preston? Ben Stiller. Yeah. It's so yes. damn good, Case. It's, it, you're right. It's a good one to recommend. It's yeah. quirky. Yes. Um, a lot of great actors. Lot of ben great, Stiller, yeah. Patricia Arquette, Alan Alda, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, right? Uh... No, 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 no. Mary Tyler Mary Moore. Tyler Mary Tyler Moore. Tyler Moore. Okay. Tyler Moore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, yeah. Very funny. The great Alan Alda is eighty-five today. Uh, Nicholas Sarkozy, former president of Francais. His brother just split with uh, uh, Olson. One Maybe. of the Olsons. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, he is sixty-six today. Ariel Winter mm-hmm. has her birthday today. Modern Family. For a while, she, <laughs> she was uh, she was finding herself on Instagram. Uh, yes. yes, she was. <laughs> uh, I haven't. 
looked her up. Much lately. more, much more reserved. Uh, Nick's pulled up some photos a little bit. Yeah, yeah. she's still well. She's, she's still flaunting. Yeah. Sometimes she's a little more thirsty than others. Yes. When right. she when she had a, right. a boyfriend, she went a little bit more PG thirteen, if Are you she will. Single? Yeah. yeah, she's single. I now. think she might be single now. She's 23. Uh, then you have actor Will Poulter, who actually came oh, yeah. by the Camp Out for Hunger one time. Uh, we're the Millers. He was in the uh, Chronicles of Narnia. 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 Um, and what was the um, uh, the 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 Maze Runner? He was in that as well. We're the Millers. Uh, yep. And so did you uh, say that? Yeah, I did say that. The but... Black Mirror movie. Oh yes, yeah. yes, that's right. That yeah. one was weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is uh, 20 years old. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so happy 28th to him. And then the last birthday. Nick freaking Murphy. Oh, oh Nick Murphy is a hardcore Back to the Future fan, hence the music. Uh, but Nick is the guy who is our video guru and has been. How long has Nick been with our show now? Not long enough to tell you the truth. <laughs> Nick uh, came in vis a vis Kathy, I think, right? You were the yeah. conduit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my brother took. Uh, Nick was teaching a class, I think, at Bucks County Community College, and Christopher was taking it. It was some sort of video class. He met him, and he told me he's like this guy. Just like he's amazing. The stuff that he does is eye for you know video and this whole industry. You you know you have to meet him if you ever need anything on your show. Which at the time we didn't really and then we started to expand into you know doing some uh you know videos and and you know little things like that and yeah we i introduced you guys to him and and as as per always we like like with marissa or whatever the show will benefit it'll it will, uh-huh. oh, yeah, i don't know I, I, all right we'll bring him on nick nick murphy just Thousands of things for all the stations now, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's the videographer, and he's mm-hmm. got the right temperament for that. Preston, oh. I could not. I would kill people every right? day because why don't you change this <laughs> yeah, to yeah. orange? I'm going to murder you. Mm-hmm. He's the most even-tempered guy you've ever met, probably. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're happy that he's a member of the family. Nick Murphy celebrates I- birthday today. The Daily Rush videos. It's all him. Um, so he was doing a video with Casey yesterday, and mm-hmm. um, I was listening to. It, and listen, it, it's happened with me too. But you do the video, and he's like, "All right, one more take, one more take." And I'm thinking, "God, he hates it." Like he's going, uh-huh. "Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's so good." All right, one more time. And I'm like, "Why does he want to do it one more time if it was so awesome?" Because <laughs> I suck. He knows how to direct. Oh, he is so good. He knows how to direct. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, in what video game will you find a character named Lars Umlaut? 215-263-WMMR. Brendan, first in. We're going to go to him. Hey, Brendan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Brendan, what is the video game you'll find Lars Umlaut in? Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Ah, yeah. I, I, Hang on a second, buddy. We are going to set you up with a digital download of the powerful martial arts film Born a Champion starring Sean Patrick Flannery, Katrina Bowden, and Dennis Quaid. Once in a lifetime opportunity knocks twice. Experience the inspirational film about the love for family, the drive for greatness, and the willingness to never give up without a fight in select theaters on digital on demand now. And it's rated R from Lionscape. All right. A few stories to get to. We'll ease into it, okay? Uh, so everybody gets their reasons for a digi detox from time to time, bailing from social media, you know? Yes. Pamela Anderson is sharing hers. She posted, this will be my last post on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I've never been interested in social media, and now that I'm settled into the life, I'm genuinely inspired by reading and being in nature. I am free. What do you think about that, um, the approach of saying, I'm not going to be on instant or social media anymore, 
It's becoming more and more appetizing. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they're letting people know, but you could also just not do just that not and just and disappear, media. you know? Oh, you're saying the actual announcement. Making, making the announcement on yeah. social media that I'm not going to be on social media. I think you just go social media. That's kind of what I think, yeah. too. That's, I've, I've done um, that approach a few times, but well, I understand both. I, no, I'm okay with it because the, somebody... People might wonder what's going on sure. and, and might also be concerned about that person, too, as opposed to here's an announcement of, hey... If you don't hear from me a while, I'm just taking a break. I'm okay. Right. You know she, I mean? she worked yeah. in a good way, Preston, because uh, she asked me to handle her social media stuff. Oh, so now good. I'm doing all the payment. Uh, the 53-year-old continued saying, thanks for the love. Blessings to you all. Let's hope you find the strength and inspiration. Follow your purpose and uh, try not to be seduced by wasted time. Durka, durka. Uh, she believes that uh, big tech companies want the masses to be distracted by their services so that they make money and have control over your brain. Uh, she concluded her posts with various hashtags, including freedom, intimacy, and human connection. Uh, this is, by the way, the decision comes months after she became creative director of Jasmine, a new social platform. Oh. I don't know what that is. I've not heard of it. No. Uh, by the way, she also is a bride for the fifth time. Oh. According to Page Six, she secretly married her bodyguard, Dan Hayhurst. That on, always works out. On Christmas Eve. And this comes after her marriage to John Peters, and that lasted a whopping 12 days. I don't understand people that will do this over and over and over and over. You know, they, there's no sanctity there. Or they, or perhaps they love the 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 process. They love Maybe. the whole thing, and they're, That's they're in love it. with that. Yeah, because she remember Kid Rock was twice, right? Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee once, and who else? Was uh, Rick, Rick Solomon. Rick Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It cracks me up, but marriage in general. Listen, I'm I'm happy to be married. I'm glad I'm married. But sometimes I kind of scoff at the act of it because yeah. I was at a wedding one time with some friends. They were both divorced. Now they're getting married, and they're standing there before their Lord and Savior, vowing these things. And mm-hmm. this, I swear to you, O yeah. Lord, that I will never be with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were divorced when they did. This is the second time they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Right. and so I no, kind of become a cynic time. in that regard. <laughs> in that the whole thing is like. Dude, why don't you just let's just be together? Go for like, it. Like like Pamela Anderson, who's yeah. doing this for the fifth time. <laughs> be together. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, but whatever, man. You know, it, but some people like going through it. And that's whatever you whatever makes yeah, you happy. I guess so. If, if it makes you the best Pamela Anderson you can be, right. then do that. Exactly. All right, this is some heavy news here. Oh. Um Seattle Seahawks star Chad Chad not Chad. Chad Wheeler was arrested on January 24th after he allegedly uh, choked his girlfriend, Aaliyah, at a residence in Kent, Washington. According to the Seattle Times, Chad was released on $400,000 bail. That's pretty brutal. He was ordered not to have contact with the victim and to surrender all weapons. Last Friday, Chad and his girlfriend reportedly got into a heated argument that turned physical. According to the police report, a woman called 911 following a physical fight with her boyfriend and said that she was being killed. She told cops she was uh, bleeding and had suffered a dislocated arm. When cops pulled up, they reportedly heard screaming coming from a bathroom. When they arrived at the residence, he was standing next to the woman in the bathroom. Cops say that the altercation occurred. When she refused to bow to him, after when she refused to bow to him, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> uh, after she declined, he allegedly threw her on the bed and choked her until she was unconscious. When she regained consciousness, Chad allegedly said, "Wow, you're alive." And that's when the woman ran inside the bathroom, locked herself in, and called for help. Wheeler picked up, uh, picked the lock, and got inside. But a police uh, escort or police had arrived shortly after. Wheeler issued an apology yesterday. Oh, shut up. 
He tweeted, it's time for me to walk away from football and get the help I need to never again pose a threat to another. I cannot express my sorrow or remorse enough. I'm truly ashamed. I apologize profusely for the turmoil that I've caused to my family, teammates, fans, and those closest to me. The most important thing right now is that Aaliyah gets the care she needs and I get help. Both are happening. He continued saying the events that happened over the weekend transpired from a manic episode. I am deeply sorry for the pain and suffering that I caused to Aaliyah and her family. Uh, The Seahawks released a statement saying, The Seahawks are saddened by the details emerging against Chad Wheeler and strongly condemn this act of uh, domestic violence. Our thoughts and support are with the victim. Uh, He is going to be arraigned on February 9th. So that's... Dude, that's... Well, that's over. Yeah, Looking at a picture of her. Yeah, she was beaten, man. That's terrible. So... He will, we'll, we'll see what the, ends up happening legally with him. Here's the really sad news of the day. Cloris Leachman, an Oscar winner for her portrayal of a lonely housewife in the last picture show and a comedic delight as the fearsome Frau Blucher in uh, Young Frankenstein and self-absorbed neighbor on Phyllis, as Phyllis uh, on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Passed away. She was ninety four years old. There was also a spinoff series called Phyllis. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, a, a big loss. Um, you know, a legend. I mean, I've loved her forever. And uh, again, when you talk about Preston, the ability for drama and the ability for comedy, and then exceptional comedy, yeah, uh, is just amazing. Uh, we have some clips we'll play here in just a second. Uh, Leachman died in her sleep of natural causes at her home in Encinitas, California. Uh, Her daughter, uh, Dinah, was at her side. A character actor of extraordinary range, Leachman defied uh, typecasting. In her early television career, she appeared as Timmy's mother on the Lassie series. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. She played a frontier prostitute in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, a crime spree family member in Crazy Mama, and uh, Blucher in Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein in which the very mention of her name drew equine commentary. So she, her career really kicked in when she was in her forties, and that's um, and then then it was a um, a pretty precipitous rise. Uh, Mel Brooks tweeted, "Every time I hear a horse whinny, I will forever think of Cloris's unforgettable Frau Blucher." And calling Leachman insanely talented and irreplaceable. Salutes from other admiring colleagues poured in on social media. And they're the biggies, as you yeah. would imagine. Steve Martin uh, said Leachman brought comedies, mysteries to the big and small screen. Uh, Ed Asner wrote, nothing I could say would top the enormity of my love for you. Um, and Rosie O'Donnell said applause on every entrance and exit. Uh, Juliet Greener, longtime manager, said there's no one, there was no one like Cloris. No. Uh, with a single look, she had the ability to break your heart, to make you laugh until uh, the tears ran down your face. Uh, for three years in the 90s, I mean, she kept working. Yeah, she never stopped. kept on working. In the 90s, she appeared in major cities in, as the captain's wife in uh, the revival of Showboat. In 1993, movie version of the Beverly Hillbilly. She was actually Granny Clampett in that. Not a good movie, but she was good. Uh, she also had an occasional role as Ida on Malcolm in the Middle, uh, winning Emmys in 2002 and 2006 for that show. Uh, her Emmy Hall over the years, by the way, uh, totaled eight in all, including a trophy for 
Mary Tyler Moore's sitcom. And in 2008, she joined the ranks of contestants in Dancing with the Stars. Remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think she was the oldest to participate, right? Yeah. She didn't last long in the competition, but she pleased the crowds with her sparkly dance costumes, sitting in judges' laps, and cursing during the live broadcast <laughs> as well. Um, so let's play some clips that we have here. Uh, here's one from uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show, I believe. Yeah. Just the other day, I was reading this wonderful book called The Life of the Bee. <laughs> Maybe you read it. Did you know the male bee is nothing but the slave of the queen? And once the male bee, uh, how should I say, um, has serviced the queen, the male dies. All in all, not a bad system. <laughs> so she was the self-involved, um, you know, uh, uh, she, she was the four. She, her and Rhoda were contentious, and uh, that was a good dynamic on the show. Here's another clip. This is from Young Frankenstein. It's Frau Blucher. Here we go. I am Frau Blucher. <laughs> so the horses would win every, <laughs> every time her yeah. name was said, which was hilarious. Would the doctor care for a brandy before retiring? No. Thank you. Some warm milk? <laughs> no, thank you very much. Ovaltine. <laughs> Ovaltine. Nothing. Thank you. Then I will say good night, Herr Doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. <laughs> what you can't see and what makes it so brilliant is when, when he says nothing. Yes. She's facing away from the camera and she, she closes her eyes and, uh-huh. and does this thing. Yeah, the she, facial reaction. Yeah, she's moving away. It's that those pauses. It's those things, uh-huh. especially in the rant was, you know, the rant, he was my boyfriend when she's doing the, the violin and the whole thing. It was just great. I love it. And, and if you want to see how good she is, watch her in the outtakes. Yeah. You know, um, because they, they there's a whole bunch of blooper stuff where she's improvising. Here's a clip of her at a roast for Bob Saget. This was great. Here we go. I am not here to roast Bob Saget. I'm here to f- John Stamos. <laughs> You heard me, pretty boy. I'm going to strap on my Oscar and take you right there in that filthy beanbag chair. (laughs) (laughs) She killed it that night. (laughs) Wow. And then uh, her Oscar-winning role for her last picture show. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. If you've never seen it, it's it's, uh, from, from the book. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich was was on a on a complete streak at this time, and and she uh, she plays this this house housewife and a, and a, and a loveless marriage, and she you know she gets involved with this younger man in town, and but I mean as the story goes, Preston, the, the, every time you see her on screen, you just want to you break down and cry. She's so good. But the final sequence was done in one take, and um, <clears throat> when it was done, Cloris Leachman said to Peter Bogdanovich, "You know, I have another. I can, I, you know." And he says, "Don't." You yeah. just won the Oscar. Here we go. What am I doing apologizing to you? Why am I always apologizing to you, you little bastard? Three months I've been apologizing to you without you even being here. I haven't done anything wrong. Why can't I quit apologizing? You're the one who ought to be sorry. I wouldn't still be in my bathroom if it hadn't been for you. I had my clothes on hours ago. You're the one who made me quit caring if I got dressed or not. I guess just because your friend 
Ben got killed. You want me to forget what you did and make it all right? I'm not sorry for you. You'd have left Billy, too, just like you left me. I bet you left him plenty of nights. Whenever J.C. whistled, I wouldn't treat a dog that way. I guess you thought I was so old and ugly, you didn't owe me any explanation. You didn't need to be careful of me. There wasn't anything I could do about you and her. Why should you be careful of me? You didn't love me. Look at me. Can't you even look at me? So, yeah, she won an Oscar for that role. Uh, by the way, speaking of, you know, she mentions that uh, she calls herself ugly and that. She she commented uh, in an interview in 1973, she said, basically, I don't care how I look, ugly or beautiful. She was a, 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 like a beauty queen. So if you see her accept her, when she accepts her Oscar, she was a gorgeous woman. Uh, in high anxiety, she played a dominatrix um, oh, nurse. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in, uh, she was in all those Mel Brooks movies. In the history of the world, they yeah. really uglified her up oh, there, yeah, yeah. too. She was hilarious. I, I, that. And that shows you the kind of part when you have no problem. Yeah, I'm going to go for the joke. It doesn't matter what I look like. Yep, 94 years old. So, uh, But she lived a hell of a life and left behind a great legacy. So yeah. we at least have that. All right, I have some other things to get to. Uh, let's get back to the frivolous. Kim Kardashian uh, has her divorce completely planned out, even though the papers have not yet been filed, according to Us Weekly. Does and she it, have color schemes and everything selected? An insider tells <laughs> the mag that she began talks with legendary divorce lawyer Laura Wasser in July of 2020, laying the initial groundwork. Does she call her a divorce planner instead of a... Right, yeah. You know what? Probably. Yeah. A source tells us... Uh, They're tasting cakes today. <laughs> Kim has had all of her and Kanye's uh, financials and properties ready to be split. It's a very fair deal for everyone. Uh, Kim has all of her assets and financials ready for when she decides to file officially. Friends thought that she was going to file in September, but she's holding out. That does not mean that everything behind the scenes is already done. A friend of mine did actually do like a divorce party and planned it and like sent out invitations and stuff. Like wedding invitations, it was a divorce party invitation. Oh, I, I've, we, who do we have? We had someone, was it at the, at the camp out or something? We had somebody come out and we signed the wedding dress? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that was at uh, the uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, that's it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She had everybody sign the and dress. And it was it, because of a divorce? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, it was, a, she it got was a divorce party, yeah. yeah. I felt like the... It was the, hilarious. The invitation, though, I'm like, there is still a dude and, like, feelings that are involved here. Yeah, it's true. Much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, A source had earlier... So you don't invite him. Uh, said earlier this month, uh, they've both been living separate lives for many months now. Kanye isn't as focused and doesn't live in the real world. Their worldviews no longer line up. Wow. So besides his financial commitment to the kids, they're, uh, they're both fabulously wealthy. I can't imagine there's really any dividing of assets. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the story is. Uh, so a lot of people are talking about this latest. Kristen Stewart cast as uh, Britain's Princess Diana in the movie called Spencer. It, it looks pretty good. we have a look at Stewart playing the people's princess. What do yeah. you think, Preston? Uh, she looks great. Yeah, she does. It's at an interesting, it's at an angle where it's kind of hard to really tell. I mean, I've, so I, I'm watching The Crown. I'm yeah. still working my way through it. And this gal, uh, Emma Corrin, who plays her, is spot yeah. on on that show. So she's got, you know... That's that's a, an interesting. Um, She's got pointy shoes to fill. Uh, yeah, she has pointy shoes to <laughs> fill, but she, it's going to be an interesting <laughs> follow up to that. Uh, Stewart's casting took some heat when it was first announced, mostly due to the fact that one of the most iconic British people in modern history would be played by an American. But as you can see from the picture, when you see it, she is committing to the bit. She looks a lot like Diane. <sighs> to that, I say, go to hell. How many times <laughs> have we discovered? Oh, I agree that there's a bunch of Brits playing people who are American, right? And they're doing a great job. Not only that, I mean, some iconic Americans um, in the movie. What was it? Uh, was it called The Butler? 
uh, where uh, Alan Rickman played yes. Ronald Reagan. That's right. So it happens from time yeah. to time. Uh, so the movie is coming from Chilean director Pablo Lorraine, who had directed Natalie Portman as Jackie Kennedy Onassis in a similar biopic style in Jackie. I remember that. And I, I didn't like that movie that much, but I thought Natalie Portman was spot on as Jackie Kennedy. I liked the movie Jackie O'Baby. Oh, that was oh. really, that was salacious. Uh, so the film's director spoke about uh, Stuart's qualities on camera, saying, as a filmmaker, when you have someone who can hold such a weight, dramatic and narrative weight, uh, just with her eyes, then you have the strong lead who can deliver what we are looking for. By the way, this won't be a comprehensive take. No. On Diana's life, but rather a sort of zoomed in look at one particular stretch of days in which the Wales imploding marriage further imploded. The film will focus on the royal holiday weekend at Sandringham Estate in 1992. When she was briefly training for the Kumite. Yeah, that was at that time. Uh, so uh, so it's a very specific uh, point in her life. So it'll be interesting, but she looks good so far. All right, we have a piece of audio for this clip. A uh, 20-year-old TikTok user Named Shalana. There's a lot of H's yeah. in the Shalana. Uh, who generally posts about TV shows and stuff. She posted on TikTok saying, guys, I think I'm going to have to come out to my parents soon. Uh, she posted an update last week saying that she had not yet talked to them. But she said, hear me out. <clears throat> what if I got Lindsay Lohan to tell my parents? She's on Cameo right now. And wouldn't that be iconic? Well, Lindsay did do a Cameo for Alana. But... She didn't uh, come out to for her parents. She says, had another message to send to her. We have audio yeah. of that. Here we go. I know that you are about to take a very big step in telling your parents who you truly are and what you want them to accept of you. And I think that you should do it yourself. I think that coming from you, you'll feel a lot of power and strength. And it's important that you are who you truly are and that you love yourself. And you can live by that and tell your parents that. And I'm... I'm promise you they will understand i'm sending you lots of love and good luck okay i, I think that's that sage advice that i think that's a good message i mean whether you know it, it seems like uh the the tiktok star who i'm not for, really not familiar with um well, there was almost a, a slight tongue-in-cheek aspect to it but mm. it, i think Lindsay was heartfelt i think you that's know? the smartest thing Lindsay's ever done yeah. in her life. i agree <laughs> i agree and and people on tiktok are, are breaking up with people and, and, yeah. and sure and yeah. asking for divorces and things like that and she I thought she took the right tone with this, and uh, so did most of the online community because this was posted on Twitter. Yeah. And people were very, very positive in their reaction to this. But on Tuesday, Alana, who is the gal, had told Variety that uh, she had gotten a message from Lindsay's Cameo account asking her to take the video down, but nicely. Yeah. It, they said a screenshot of the request said, Hi, just want to ask if you could take the Cameo down because it was private oh. for your use only. But according to Cameo, the user has a license to share the unedited video, and you can do that if you want to, so it is still up. I still have the Kevin Sorbo video that I got from my wife. Yeah? Yeah. I'm sure you watch it every day. I watch it every goddamn day. Kevin Sorbo, what a guy. Oh, my God, look at that hair. As for Alana's coming out, she said she identifies as bisexual or queer, mission accomplished. Uh, in the rush of publicity, she talked to both her parents separately, and she said it was definitely a little nerve-wracking and a little emotional, but apparently it went over well. There you go. And uh, so, Lindsay's uh, request aside, Alana plans to leave uh, the TikTok up and said that she's confused about why Lindsay would want it removed. Uh, but as for the naysayers in the comments saying that Lindsay 
should have done what Alana originally requested. She disagrees, saying, I'm actually way more grateful that she sent that instead. So I agree. It worked out. Which it's one of nice. the rare times you can agree with Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Uh, let me see. And I have so much stuff, and I'm not going to be able to get to it all today. All right. How about this? Uh, stars of Bridgerton have thanked fans after Netflix announced that the show had become its biggest series ever. No. Bridgerton is the ever? biggest series ever? Netflix's biggest Whoa. series Damn, ever. The oh, streaming man. giant said 82 Damn. million households around the world Damn. tuned into the show in its first 28 days oh, online, surpassing God. the firm's own projections. It's amazing what did, horny people can do. Did any of you besides me watch it? No. 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 I've watched some of you it. You watched some of it. Yeah. I knew that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I won't watch it. I'm, you, I might go back and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just not in my wheelhouse. It's just not my thing. Oh, no. Not my jam. Nope. Uh, the drama. Not while Vanderpump Rules is still no. on. Hit the number one spot on the service in 83 countries, <laughs> including the U.S., U.K., India, France, and Brazil. The biggies. Do you think this, this dude is so good looking? That who's the star? Do you think that's you? Put, you slap that. They're picture. all good looking. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few that aren't on purpose, I think, but there's there's a few attractive people on there. So he is literally the reason I watched it. I, I didn't really know okay. yeah. who he was or who, who the guy was, you know, playing yeah. the part. But I saw the preview on Netflix. I had finished a show. This popped up, and there's one scene in the trailer <laughs> of him and the girl, and the way yeah. he looks at the girl. And I was like, oh my god! I was like. <laughs> And I, I skipped it. I didn't watch it. And I've then gotta I gotta go get a bucket. No, but and then it kept coming back up. And I'm like, yeah. this dude is handsome. I'm like, I think I gotta try this. Yeah, handsome okay. doesn't doesn't even say it. And then I like yeah. powered through the whole season in like two days. Uh, yeah, right. I, mean, it, I, I love the crown. I, I don't really have a whole lot of interest in this, but uh, let me ask you guys a uh, cranky old man question because um, <laughs> I, I love Netflix, and yet I got an, and there's they're having an incredible amount of success. I got another notice yesterday. They're raising rates by oh, another dollar, and and it's like you have. I could use that for sponge cake. <laughs> Another dollar for crying out loud. For Christ's sake. Nick, how, how are the prices on stamps these days? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea Great. what a stamp costs. I guess I gave up my arthritis meds. <laughs> Why? You sons of bitches. When you have so much success, do you keep raising the freaking rates? Why? Let yes. Me- why? Murray, Murray, let me tell you. Because you can. Have you heard about Netflix? Yes. I mean, I'm not really incensed about that. I'm incensed about uh, HDTV porting all of their freaking shows over to Dis- uh, Discovery Plus and then charging five bucks for that. Okay. That pisses me <laughs> off. The Netflix has zero um, uh, effect on me because I, I get it through. I still have cable. You don't have cable anymore. Right. And so I get it through my regular cable So bill. it doesn't cost you anything additional. Uh, I don't think it does. But I don't know. You already gained <laughs> enough cable. I have no you may want to check into that. Yeah. I agree, Nick. It, it, it is they they've seemed to have been on a incremental raising jag recently. But listen, I uh, I've had enough. I just forget it. I, I I just turn around and spread my cheeks. Yep. How about the tolls coming back in from Jersey? <laughs> Come on. I mean, seriously, dude. still five bucks, right? They're not. Are they? Every now and then, they crank it up. All right, anyhow, Netflix measures... By the way, this is... Uh, oh, so here's a couple of quotes. Uh, Bridgerton star Phoebe uh, Denever had described the news as utterly insane. She said, I'm so proud of the incredible team behind this show, and thank you guys for loving it. And then fellow star Roger Jean Page, is the guy, uh, also reacted to the announcement on social media. And, do you like the way I look, Kathy? And uh, he's very happy. <laughs> I do. By the way, Netflix measures a view... As any piece of content watched for at least 
two minutes. That's it? So that counts That's as it. a view. Yeah. Wow. Man, I wish radio ratings worked that way. <laughs> uh, Bridgerton is set in 1880s London, but is designed for today's millennial and Gen Z audiences. Actually, radio ratings do kind of work like that, from what I understand. Not for two minutes. No. 15. Well, any amount of time, it gives you, uh, counts as 15 minutes, counts as a quarter hour. Go on. Shut up. Um, uh, I wonder how Stranger Things... From what I understand. Stranger Things did for Netflix. Or Tiger King. That's a good question. Comparatively? Yeah, or Stranger Tigers. Uh, Bridgerton, by the way, set in the 1800s London, but is designed for today's millennial and Gen Z audiences and has been described as a Regency-era gossip girl. Kathy, which bridge goes over the... uh, Coming from New Jersey to Pennsylvania, you don't have to pay a toll. Is it Betsy Ross or Tocconi Palmyra? One of those... You want a new hope, isn't it? Mm. One of them so doesn't have, have a toll. To, I didn't know that any didn't have a toll. Maybe uh, the Betsy Ross definitely has a toll. Okay, no? hmm. I want to say to Coney, maybe right, one of them say. coming over, and I, I wonder how many people will actually drive <laughs> twenty out, miles, twenty out miles out of the way <laughs> to avoid the pay. Yes, I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody can uh, can let us know. Uh, all right, so let's do some clips. Here we all go. All right. Outside the Wire brings the audience into the future alongside a drone pilot who is paired with a top-secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. Uh, In this clip, Anthony Mackie talks about keeping his character emotionally available. A big thing for me was just the robotic and mechanic nature of being a cyborg, but also emotionally keeping him available and open. Uh, Mikhail and I talked about the idea of this guy coming across as a human, looking like a human, uh, but when he fights, you know, he's a cyborg that reacts and creates. What the f***? Outside the Wires now streaming on Netflix. Here's the next clip. Riverdale is back with a brand yeah. new fifth season. And in a bizarre twist, the gang of high schoolers have outgrown their prime. In this clip, Cole Sprouse explains the show's time jump. We had to shut down, obviously, because of, of the COVID lock, lockdown um, at the final three episodes of last season. So the first three episodes of this new season are us finishing those ones. And in episode four, we do a big time jump, and we all leave Riverdale at the end of episode three and come back seven years later. Yeah! Uh, And by the way, new episodes of Riverdale air every Thursday on The CW. All right, so here we go. Here's the tolls. Tacony has a toll. Uh, Betsy Ross has a toll. Betsy Ross has a toll. Commodore Barry? Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, But let's see. Trenton. 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 There's no toll to get. That's right. Going in and out of Trenton, you don't have to. You don't have to pay a toll for sure. No, not for sure. There's a. There's. You go through a toll booth. Last time I on what road? I uh, the bridge that goes across the river. Okay, so maybe the the Trenton makes bridge. That's um, it. Okay, Trenton Are, makes yeah, and then apparently the Lambertville New Hope New Hope Bridge. There's no toll there. Kathy's either. our okay. traffic person. Okay, she yeah. would know. I uh, have gone over that one, Nick. Let me go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Good. All right. What's the no toll bridge? It's uh, Scudder's Fall Bridge. The Scudder's Fall Bridge. Yes. Where is that? Right at the end of 95 going into Jersey. Oh, all right. At the end of 95. Scudder's Fall. All right. The, the new Thanks, 95 dude. that. Uh, the new 95. Well, no. Two, it's 295 now. Playing the best used, of the 80s. It the, used 60s. To, the new 95 <laughs> It FM. used to be 95. It's 295 now. Okay. All right. right? You I know what I mean? Out in Bucks County? Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. All right, that's all we have time for. My God, we have to take a break. So we'll come back in a moment. Maybe we'll discuss this at another time. (laughs) 
But we do have money to give away today. You can pay out your tolls for quite a while if you win that 500 bucks with no sad dough. That's coming up at 8 a.m. Your first shot at it. We've got guests and a bunch of stuff. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. No shadow for you. I just won five hundred dollars. Cash money. No shadow. I'm a winner tonight. Yes, you are. Win money. No shadow. We're just here to try to make 2021 a little better than 2020. We already started off great with that. <laughs> Fantastic. No shadow. Listen even hours weekdays. That's eight and ten a.m. Noon, two, four, six, and eight p.m. Get the keyword and text it to four five nine one one or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the ten thousand dollar grand prize. No shadow. I'm Dan excited, and I'd love to take you to dinner. It's on, girlfriend. From 93.3 WMMR. You got 500 bucks. I did. I can't believe it. What are you going to do with it? Buy me a beer? Is that what you said? <laughs> Everything that rocks. See official rules at WMMR.com. Guests on the program today, uh, actor Christopher Mintz-Plasse will be joining us around 9 o'clock. And we have the good doctor, Bernie Capel from The Love Boat. Adam Fricker. That is right. And he is on a show called Be Positive that we're going to talk to uh, a little bit later on. So we'll get into that. But in the meantime, there is a story that's been bubbling over the past couple of days. You've probably seen a little bit about it. Uh, It has to do with GameStop. Yes. And for those who aren't familiar, I'll give you just the, um, the snapshot of it. And then we'll discuss because there's things here. So <laughs> There are things here. and there are things. Over the past few months, Reddit users have worked to push up the value of shares for GameStop, despite Wall Street investors betting the company will fail. And so far, they've won, pushing the stock up more than 10,000%. Uh, then they started spreading their strategy to struggling movie chain AMC, and it has worked so far. In their wake, these online market players have upended Wall Street, creating a drama filled with memes and weird internet logo as big-time investors stand to lose billions of dollars. Uh, the GameStop stock has become the battleground of an epic war between Wall Street and internet traders, and nearly all of them expecting it to fail, by the way. The questions are, when and who will be on the losing end? So last night... I really took a deep, as deep a dive as I could take to try to understand this. Okay. And I got nowhere. Yeah, in the same way, Steve. But, but uh, in the same uh, what I did figure way. out, Preston, is that this is sort of a predatory thing that hedge funds, you know, hedge funders, Wall Street will do. They're purposely driving down. You already lost me. I, I had to look up hedge fund this morning. I hear the term all the time. Yeah, but, but you... I never really knew what it was. May I let you know? I have no idea what a hedge yeah. fund is. I eventually found out. I looked it up. Yeah. I typed in, what is a hedge fund? And and it, I saw the explanation, I Preston. It, but I still, still don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a group of people who essentially want, give us your money they and don't trust want... us. We'll invest it. Right. So what they do basically is they, they make money by driving down the stock value in this in this procedure. This is a common thing. So basically what's happening is I was described as sort of a Robin Hood kind of way to protect these companies. So Wall Street doesn't like that this is going on right. because it's it's kind of easy pickings for them. Hmm. So people have sort of the online traders have sort of come to the aid or rescue of these companies. And so what happened is what by just crazy happenstance yesterday, 
one of the sites that they use to conduct this anti-Wall Street counterbidding was taken offline. By the way, before you tune out, yeah, uh, we, we have this an off, a, we have an offshoot topic yeah, to this. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're not to we're not going to go through the no the intricate details of having this explained to us because. It, it, because so here's the deal. I, I years ago I felt it was in my best interest, and this was probably 20 years ago or more uh, that I learn how uh, you know trading works, how, how this investing works. How, yes. so, so I took a course at Delaware County Community College. It was an elective course. You didn't need to be a student. You were committed to it on investing. I'm like, yes. I need to learn the basics. Let me go and, and learn from scratch what this is about. At least get a basic operating idea of how this stuff works. So I went and I took the class. I followed along. And at the end of it, uh-huh. I ended up hiring the guy that taught the class <laughs> to be my financial advisor, which he still is to right. this day well, and, and does great investment for us. But I, but the bottom line is, Steve, when my wife and I go to meet with Kevin, yeah. my, my, my um, uh, investment coach of sorts, our financial planner. What game do you play on your phone? He sits down <laughs> to start to tell us at the beginning, uh, okay, I'm following along. I got it. And then at some point. A one word will be said that will lead me down a path to, and I'll just go, okay. I'll just, I'll nod and say, all right, I follow you. And then it'll lead to another word and another word and another word. And I'm lost. And at that point, I'm gone in the conversation and I just trust that my wife knows what's happening. I simply can not grasp it. I have tried and tried and tried. My mind does not work this way. So in the world of finances where you have your investors and mm-hmm. your and you have your stock portfolios i'm more close i think you are as well preston to the money in my mattress side there yeah. you go yeah. yeah i don't get it yeah. my wife understands this way more than i do um and so i was talking to her about this last night because i thought okay uh so they did uh gamestop first and amc and then there's probably i think going to be another one today and i was like why don't you invest and she's like i don't want to be a part of this she doesn't uh, agree with uh, the um, reasoning behind any of this stuff. She understands it. Like, every, you know, hedge fund managers are the devil and they're making billions off of blah, 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 blah. But um, <laughs> she's afraid that it's going to make everything crash. And I'm, and she's explaining this to me. And I'm like, you lost me like Dude, five I, seconds. In. I don't need to even understand the basics of and I've Like I said, I took an introductory class this. How if I... Buy if I buy quote unquote shares that I now own a part of that company, and that I can just I can just sell it off or or, or I don't I don't know how the money goes up how it goes up none of it I don't get it's it infuriates me it, it it's it's a it's a maze Be- that I can't get out of because there's also tons of people and Diane's very smart woman mm-hmm. but I, I I'll, I'll I'll bet she she doesn't she she probably doesn't know the intricacies of what. As much as you can know, yeah. there are a lot, because I know, because there's so many talking heads who profess to know. Right. I would like to find, get some clarity from the callers here, Preston, and then move on to those things in life. Because you know they're there. Yeah. They're, they're the 800-pound gorilla in the room. That you, I, and basically the notion is, blank is something I have tried to understand and I just can't. Yes, certainly. Right. Yeah, things that you've tried to to get and and that As an that, adult. And that you probably should. I should know this, but I don't. But you just won't ever get it. All right. So, which call you? Want me to go to the, uh, Jason here? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It. What's up, bud? 
Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I just wanted to say that I am 45. Oh, first, I should say I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. I, all right. So that's first off. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm doing this on my own. But I bought 40. I started out with, I think, 30 shares. 30 shares at $80. Shares went up. I sold. Uh, at a peak of, I think, 140. You have already lost me. Oh, you have already lost me. Well, you, go ahead. Well, the money went up, the, 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 the price went up, and you sold, so you're going to make a profit, right? Yes, I made a profit. I waited for a dip. I bought more. So that's kind of one aspect of, of how you can make money in the market is buying at a peak and or buying yeah, low. Okay, well, and buy, buy low and sell high. I get huh? that part of it. I just yeah. don't know why it happens, but go ahead. All right, so why this is happening is because, like Casey was saying, there's investors on Wall Street. They're basically selling stocks short, which means they're borrowing those stocks. They don't own it. They're planning on the stock to drop. All right, hold one second. Hold one second. Hold hold one second. Jason, I don't want a tutorial. Right, right. But so so maybe he can explain it quickly. All right, basically. Quickly. He's trying. I'm planning on making $40,000 off GME. And I don't care who gets hurt in the process on Wall Street. GME is GameStop. Say again? GME yes. is GameStop. Yes, GME is the ticker for GameStop. All right. See, the only reason I care about who who gets hurt on Wall Street. Congratulations, by the way, Jason. Thank yes, you. it's great. The only reason I care about who gets hurt on Wall Street because I feel like it's a trickle-down effect, right? So if my money is invested with my 401k and Wall Street takes a hit, doesn't that mean I take a hit? I don't know what you just said. It could. <laughs> it can. You know, Preston, like you, like, I'm sorry, Kathy. You know, I, I apologize. When when our financial guys come over, it'll take about an hour, and I'll say, no, it's going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> going to take 10 minutes. My portion will be 10 minutes. Right, My right, wife's right. will be an hour. Right. I can't do this. Uh-huh. And I don't know why, but I actually get angry. I love my guys. They're awesome yeah. because I, they're, they're looking out for our future. And, and I, I do vet. I do do my due diligence. But I think a lot of this is veiled in the, in the kind of stuff that are these things that, you know, I, I, I just can't understand this. I think a lot of businesses operate on veiled language that they know you won't and it just pisses me off. So there's an app that you can get where you can buy and trade and sell and and all of that. And it's um it's pretty interesting to see that you can just do it on your phone. And exactly what those people were talking about, like when you see something yeah. dip, like if you're into this, you you can grab it and then you know you watch all of it, you know where it goes. If the prices go up, stay the same. How they work, but it's all on an app. You right. put your money in and you can trade right there. I've told my kids, I'm like, listen. <laughs> Learn this. Yeah. Learn, Learn this. Learn it now. Because mm-hmm. if you can find a way to make money work for you, you can hire. You, you can have great. idiots like us hire you. Yeah, I think it really depends on what your interest in it is. If your interest is long term in investing, this type of thing is volatile and it's going to go away within a week or yes. two. Right? right. We're right. conservative in our investments. Exactly. As are we? Yeah. As am I? Because yeah. I don't have the patience or the intelligence to deal with it on a daily basis either. However, if you are interested in the short term, this is this populist movement that has really upset the hedge fund industry, and and the, what this one place has had to close as a result of 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 freaking Reddit. You know, but in in the long term. GameStop is not going to be valued what it is right now. Oh, yeah, you're uh, um, right. AMC and no. Bed Bath & Beyond, Casey, I think is the other one that you were alluding to okay. earlier. Like these skyrocketing things eventually will hit a peak and then have to crash back down, right? But in the short term, like the last caller, you can make serious money quickly and then you have to 
recognize when it's time to get out. Right. Because, like, for example, someone was saying, and I saw it posted yesterday, it'd be nice if all this actually translated into extra foot traffic into the game stops. It, you know, we'll yeah. we'll see if that happens. It, it won't. But to me, it, it, it was presented, Nick, in a couple of different ways that I saw it as a sort of riding in financially as a, as a savior right. to these companies that are being... Preyed upon. It's also there are aspects of it that could be illegal. So yes. There, there's these. Why th- aren't they? Well, there could be. Yeah. I mean, there's regulators that that their job is to figure out whether or not this is a, what's called a pump and dump, uh, which is. A I hilarious. just did that last night. I know you did. Yeah, I, just, I have <laughs> my I favorite. It's I, an argyle sock. I use. As soon as I said it, it was going to come yeah, out that yeah. way. Yeah, it's. Um, do you guys see the Big Short? The, the yes. Yeah. Movie? yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So, Preston, when you watch the Big Short, it, 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 it talks about this hugely complicated crash that happened in two thousand eight and two thousand nine, and he will bring in Margot Robbie in a bikini in yeah. a, to to explain what happened. And and when they do that, I'm like, oh, all right, I get it. Really? <laughs> yes. So I should watch that because he because Margot Robbie's in a <laughs> bathing yes, suit. Because it it speaks to you and to me and Steve because you understand it in a way that's like, oh, all right. All of a sudden, for a little bit, it makes sense. All right. Let me get let me go to this anonymous caller. Yeah. Hi, you are on the air, anonymous caller. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up, man? Well, first of all, like, you know, if you're not investing for yourself, like you're you're losing out on money. Like hedge fund managers literally just exist to rip people off. Okay. Like, that's you know, that's all it is. So all this all the group, all that we were doing is just trying to show that we have well, wait, I'm I'm sorry, you lost me at we. What do you mean? Um, the group of us, group of redditors. All right, so I didn't know you were a part of that. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm anonymous because okay. this, is, this is like insider trading, pretty much. So you have that, to- okay. okay. <laughs> and anonymous, that's what I was wondering because to me, I do know enough that insider trading is yeah, this, tremendously this, illegal. It's practically insider trading. If a hedge fund manager was to do the same type of thing, he, I mean, regulators barely attack these people, but now they're all over us. So you have to stay anonymous, or else, yeah, yeah you could probably go to jail. Um, but no, hedge fund managers, all they do is just move people's monies around, and they make way more profit off of it. They give you a little bit of a chunk. So we're just trying to show that we have the same power as them, that we can crush or shoot a stock up the same way. And other people are trying to use it for, like, political gain to try and push, you know, things like Medicare for all and more stimulus checks. So here's here's something that I see outside of that, what I would say is this. So is the reason Wall Street and we're having this, everyone's head seems to be spinning around is because... This potentially is a way to rob some of the power from Wall Street. Yes, and trying to take some of the wealth back because they're already crying about getting a bailout, um, just like the last economic crisis. Um, so we're, we're just saying that these billionaire and millionaires don't need a bailout. Um, the little people do. So we've, right. literally, we've, we've literally helped people pay off their medical bills. Um, all kinds of things like that by just boosting uh, BlackBerry, Nokia, AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, Build-A-Bear Workshop, and the Naked brand. So how much, right. how much have you made in the short term? Uh, short term, like twenty grand in one day. Um, it, it's really not hard. All I did was put like a 1000 in and e- easily made twenty grand. Uh, I just... I mean, I give you, I give you the the credit for understanding this, but this would this would qualify as one of those. Try as I might, I will never ever understand it, and and my eyes roll white, and I don't know why I actually have, I actually start to sweat. I have a physical reaction to just my, the incomprehensibility of this. Is, is that? Do you feel that way as well, President? It's just, it's like it's almost annoying. I, like, how come I can't grasp this? Yeah, no, no, right? no absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I use the Robinhood app, and like I learned a lot through the Robinhood app because they'll just teach you like a lot like do you just hit learn more on like everything and it gives you detailed 
about it, it, I know financial stuff's boring, but it really it really does get easier. Um, uh, when, really, when depicted in movies, like I love the movie Wall Street. I love the the big short. I mean, they're they're all interesting, and I love at the end of Trading Spaces. I mean, well, Trading Places when they're uh, you know the the whole that whole thing. By the way, speaking of Trading Places, talking to you right now, Thomas Caller reminds me of the Eddie Murphy line when he says, uh, "Sounds to me like two of you is a couple of bookies," <laughs> and they're like, "Well, yeah, I guess so." So yeah, yeah. yeah. you can actually <laughs> trade uh, and sell and trade stocks through the Robinhood app. Oh, absolutely. And okay. I think it would yeah, and I think it's a good idea for all of you guys to do it. So the Robinhood app is designed to to do this, to come to the aid. I mean obviously and I would always say in this day and age and in this world, ultra vet anything you get involved with, especially when it has to do with finances. But Yeah, because um, I don't know if you're the good guy or bad guy, dude. I have no exactly. idea. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to be wonderful because I, you listen I, to us. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just against the billionaire class. That's all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, and I would say there's some good billionaires. I, I don't, you know, I, who knows? But, but, but at least yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, just against you know billionaires that take advantage of smaller people. I they can get behind that. They take advantage of your 401ks and they profit more, and they use tax loopholes to pay less taxes than us on that same money that you would have to pay more money on. Hmm. So that's I'm, I'm <laughs> against whoever put the hand dryers way up high in Thanks. the bathroom. See, I, I worry thanks, about anonymous it's, those, it's those bastards that that made right. the hand dryers like that. <laughs> yeah. right, I worry, like, like Reddit. I'm not a redditor, um, but dude, you don't know who's on Reddit. Like, he doesn't know who he's conversing with, and you know. Is that person even a, a, a citizen of the United States? Honestly, is this not just a plan? You you, you don't know. Our right? pets' heads are falling off. Pets, yes. Isn't this an indictment of the, the entire <laughs> United States, States of America? America? <laughs> you know, I would. Why can't Pornhub start some sort of investment site? Yeah, I, I had a friend who uh, who would uh, essentially he would just invest in things that he liked. You know what I mean? That would be his motivation. That. Not his, he wouldn't put all his eggs in that basket, no. but if he had money extra mm-hmm. to invest, he would go towards things that, you know, that's a good product. I think I'm going to invest in that. And it didn't really pay off for him in the long run or anything like that, but it was his just way of going about it. Let me ask you, okay, again, we're getting honest here about stuff we don't, we are supposed to, but don't. Let's get real, man. Do you really know what was involved in the purchase of your home? Do you, I mean, the, the documentation. Oh, no. I, I, yeah, well, I had to sign my name. Yeah, <laughs> several times. I, I can spell my name. Do you know, like, the loan and oh, just, ha- how, how it all works? Just and... say the word escrow and you watch me <laughs> just curl up into a ball on I the mean, floor. I mean, I don't going, like escrow. People no, were... no. <laughs> I've been yeah, That's an escrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, oh, great. Oh, it's oh, great. Oh, oh, escrow account. Toasted is better. Oh, I've no, been... I prefer <laughs> the soup yeah. version. Escargot. I've been in the process of refinancing my house. Uh for about four months now, and yeah. everything has been slowed down because the postal yeah. system and courts and COVID and whatever. Um, and uh, over the weekend, I took a deep dive, Steve, into the original purchase of my house, which okay. was three years ago or so. I had forgotten what I paid. I forgotten where the money had gone. I forgotten like what what the cash down was. Right. What the closing costs right. were. And so I, I, I analyze it because right. this is my money and for it, my house. It should be important. Right? And I'm like, oh, I spent that much money doing this? You know, and yeah. it's it's such a laborious process. And in the end, I'm going through everything that I had to sign and whatever. I'm like, well, I can't believe I signed that. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't believe I signed this part. And I did because I want to live in a home. Yeah. And so what you do is you end up like a piece of driftwood that's going oh along with because Because it's what you do. Thankfully... And I would say this, and Kathy, I'm sure you can back this up because your 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 brother's involved in real estate. You've got to get someone who's reputable, who knows how to yes. how to how to get you through. Because 
it we all can't be realtors. We all can't know this. So the the people who are who are out there who are preying upon who people are legion. Well, yeah, the, and you know what? It's amazing. My brother knows so much about real estate yeah. that, like mm-hmm. anything, I just push everything. Here you go, yeah. here, and you know he can take care of all of it. But Nick and I were recently talking about car loans, and Nick, with my car <laughs> loan, I, you know, same thing with the house. Obviously, it's less, but um, I called to see what I owed on the car to see if maybe I could pay it off and then not have a car loan. And they're like, "Ma'am, you don't have a car loan with us." I'm like, "I am looking at it right." I go, "I send you a payment every month." I go, "Where's my money going?" And the woman's like, I, "I'm not sure." She's like, "What? We don't. You don't have a car loan with us." <laughs> That's so funny. And um, it was uh, my car loan for my car that I owned five years ago, uh, not the new one that I, or not not new, it's, it's five, five years. And you've still been paying for the no, old car that you no, didn't know any I money ju- on? I just okay. ca- no, it you was just the wrong people. people. I looked, it said oh. car loan, so I called them. No, ma'am, you it's, don't it's have like, a car loan with us. It's like it's like in, in Spinal Tap, but you, He's, he's, you know he's not smart with the Stonehenge designs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know he's stupid. Yeah, it's it's just a, there's so many working parts to all that stuff, and and it gets <laughs> into these uh, <clears throat> little nuances that I that I just don't understand. I'm talking about investing in in, in general, and and it, you, mm-hmm. you lose me on certain terms, and then this explains a subset of that, but it also explains this, and it uh, and I just it's. All right, listen. it's hard for me to comprehend. Get, what, what's the one that always comes up that you almost like besides escrow, besides uh, hedge fund? I don't know, man. Interest rates, venture capitalist. Yeah. You know that? Right. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, what? The, like the interest rates? What the percentage? I'm just, I don't, Kath, I'm just throwing words out there. I don't know. Uh, you know? Yeah. But I'm just saying the like the percentage of what's a good interest rate as opposed to now. Somebody could say to me like, "Oh, it's 25 percent." I'm like, "Ooh, thank you." Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hey, interest rates are at uh, you know yeah. uh, two point two point four now. Yeah, yeah. That well, here's that that sounds <laughs> that good to good? me. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now, now they're at four. Well, four's still pretty low, right? That's a little itty bitty single digit. No, that's bad, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But that's why I refinance because I realized I could save a point and a half, and I'm like, holy crap! And then when you do actually do the hard math and you see that this is going to save you, yeah, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, you're like, oh, all right, I guess I should do it. But then it it, it takes time and dedication and work. And you're like, I don't want to do the time and the dedication and the work. Nor should you. It's not your thing. But Get I have some, to. I I mean, to some level, to, you need to understand it. But but I also. So, uh, I, 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 my mind does not work that way. So what I do is I make sure I have things. I have all my life locks. I have all my everything. And then I, I, the people that I vetted that I know that are near and dear to me and let them handle it. Oh, yeah, most definitely. The, the, yeah. the, 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 we have a, a trusted individual for yeah. years that's taken care of that. And we've had a good track record. But anytime there's a sit down, I'm like, here, take all this, this packet Run it through the idiot filter, yeah. and then tell me what comes out on the other side. And, and that's the, what I'll understand. And also, Preston, have the have the just go for it. Just say um, no. You have not dumbed it down enough. Yeah. Start again. Remember when we had the guy in here who wrote the book about explaining cryptocurrency to idiots? Yep. Yes, I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> no, me neither. And now 
Now you know cryptocurrency is becoming a, a more viable. There are a lot more people getting involved yeah. in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency now more than ever. Kathy sent me an, uh, a, uh, uh, an article about a cryptocurrency ATM, ATM. in Conshohocken. In Conshohocken. It's at the beer distributor right in uh, right off of Fayette Street. And yeah, and I was like, well, so what do you... What do you get out of what there? What do you do what, with this? What do you yeah, do? Right? do you, yeah. Is it? Are you giving it money? Is it giving you money? Is it actual money? I what read is, the article. I still don't know. I don't know. Preston, yeah. I do know that crypto is Superman's dog. Yes, yeah. he was. You're yeah. right. You're right. Was it with a K? Yes. Because he was from Krypton? Krypton. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're back in our wheelhouse. <sighs> you brought us back. I don't know, but I mean, you know what? So so with this stuff, with with these things, these uh, uh, you know, this Reddit group who's running these uh, numbers up, is this worth even exploring for a short time of... You know, buying something one day and then the, buying, you know, $1,000 worth of something one day and it's then volatile. the next day. Yeah. It's but, volatile. But, but if you got $1,000 to play with, is it worth it? You know what I mean? If Could, could you do it? If buy you cocaine, it up, yes. And then the next yeah. day sell it and you doubled your money or if whatever? If you have the money to, if you have the money, yeah, I say go for it. But if you don't. Oh yeah! Then stay away. Don't count because on this, this could blow up in your face. Right? Do right. something more reliable, like the lottery. And so, you know, that was one of the things my <laughs> wife was worried about last night. Was not necessarily the the people that actually have the fun, yeah. the the funds and the means. To actually, you know, all right, let me just dump a thousand bucks into this. But actually, people who are like, all right, well, I'm going to take all of my thousand dollar savings, yeah. and dump it in there and hope that I can no. do something with it. Right, and, and the volatility breeds more volatility, right? So the more volatility you introduce into a, a something like the stock market. The more it's going to like people are going to try to get a, a part of these schemes, uh, which in in the end could end up like a Ponzi scheme. However, in the short term, you don't know if it's going to be a Ponzi scheme or not because there is actual money attached to an actual stock stock market. And they've always they've already shut down at least what I understand Nick to be their one of the sites that is the conduit for this sort of information to be exchanged for now. Yeah, and just yeah. by happenstance, they shut it down. And they're, they're trying to come up with it, reasons why they, it just worked out. We were planning on doing it now. And so you're wondering, oh, it has nothing to do with the fact that Wall Street's having a whiplash reaction to right. this. Yeah. All right, hang on. Here's, uh, this is from Trading Places. Louis! Not yet. Almost. Now. South on in April of 142! That's such a great scene. And you know what I read it? There there are articles you can find out there that explains what happens yeah. at the end of that movie. Yeah, well, I read them. I still don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I, read I still em. don't understand them. No, yeah. no. I I love Wall Do you ever see The Wolf of Wall Street? You ever see uh no. Okay, it's a it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 you know, it took a while for me to get to it, but once I got to it, it's it's it, tremendous performances and funny. It's a, it's actually more of a comedy than anything, but but when they're doing the deal and how they're working the system, it's like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what the F is going on. The only thing I know about that movie, because I haven't seen it yet, is that Jonah Hill has the record <laughs> for any person ever in cinematic history for the most F-bombs yeah. because of that movie, is what yeah. I've heard. It's like every yeah. other word yeah. F out of yeah. his oh, mouth. Oh, God, yeah. And oh, he's, God. he's this really snivelly sort mm-hmm. of suck-up. Okay. It made me want to try lewds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're using lewds throughout the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, they're continuing their thing, this Reddit group, uh, and they're going. Uh, uh, they're they're going to try to do this maneuvering with uh, with AMC and BlackBerry and a few others, or maybe they're already doing it. I don't know. That's I, my level of understanding is is way off on this. But, but just today, GameStop searched another forty percent. See and see, and it's that point when I would go. All right, this is real. Let yeah. me buy in. 
<laughs> yesterday. Right Local at the broadcaster Preston Elliott, host of the Preston and Steve show, declared bankruptcy <laughs> virtually today. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. He invested in gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, uh, we got, this won't cost you a penny. No sad dough. No. How about that? That's a safe investment. You can take a shot at winning $500 when we return, and all it's going to cost you is a text. That's it. So we'll come back in a moment. We'll get to the bizarre file as well. Stay with us. We'll return in just a sec. Stream MMR wherever you are. On WMMR.com, our mobile app on your smart speaker, and at radio.com. 93.3 WMMR presents... All right, let's do this thing and let's get you some money. How about that? Excuse me. Uh, this hour's keyword is 100. H-U-N-D-R-E-D. 100. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways that you can do that. Via text through the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can also be entered for a $10,000 grand prize if you enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Stakem. And the word again, one more time I'll tell you. Hundred H U N D R E D. Good luck to you. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app to use the code Rock, rock. Uh, or actually, you should use the code Rock to get in on the action. Uh, the Nevada Highway Patrol is investigating a bizarre road rage incident. That left two California men dead after they were struck by vehicles on Interstate 80 just west of Reno. The victims, 37-year-old Jamie Ramirez and 30-year-old Jared Johnson. Investigators say both were headed west when the incident began. Ramirez was driving a white Mercedes-Benz sedan that rear-ended Johnson's black uh, GMC Sierra pickup. Which struck the guardrail. A physical altercation ensued wow. before Ramirez got into Johnson's pickup. So the guy driving the Mercedes got into the pickup and took off eastbound in the westbound travel lanes. The front of the pickup struck the other guy, Johnson, who was later declared dead at the scene. Jeez. But it didn't end there. The patrol says Ramirez then exited the pickup and attempted to carjack several other vehicles. Before he jumped over the guardrail along the interstate median, he proceeded down the embankment and entered the number one travel lane of eastbound I-80, and he was hit by a Dodge Ram pickup. Holy hell. And killed him right then and there. So So both these guys dead. What what precipitated this? I don't know what started it, but it was road rage for some reason or another. I don't know if the dude had rammed the other guy on purpose to get it started, and maybe they wow. were having an altercation back and forth, but nonetheless, it ended ended up with both of them dead. Wow. The name of the third driver has not been released. The incident remains under investigation. Doctors in Japan say a man's accidental ingestion of a toothpick left him dealing with months <gasps> of pain in uh. his butt and leg. Oh, all, my God. All caused by, or actually, it was his back and leg, and it caused... By the toothpick getting stuck in his rectum. Oh, damn, damn near killed, killed him. him. <laughs> Once the toothpick was removed, the man's Eat troubles. The damn near uh, fortunately, he went away. 
Uh, the 67-year-old man first reached out for help when he had been experiencing two months of pain along with his right buttock and thigh. And MRI scans suggested that the source of this pain was uh, stenosis around the lower back, a condition where the spaces with our spine begin to narrow. This narrowing then can pinch the surrounding nerves, leading to a painful or numbing sensation. I don't like any osis. Uh, those stenosis can be managed conservatively with drugs and physical therapy. The doctors opted for surgery to treat it when they performed a C- CT scan on you the man. You get a toothpick in your ass. On the man. <laughs> On the man just before the operation, though, they found a surprise in his rectum. A seven-centimeter-long rod eventually determined to be a toothpick that the man had accidentally swallowed. Would you not know you had swallowed a toothpick, and would you not seek medical attention immediately? Six days after the find, the man's pain in his right leg quickly got worse, prompting doctors to remove the toothpick from its hiding place as soon as possible. Thankfully, after they did... His pain went away and hasn't come back since. Is it feel better now we took it out of your ass? All but confirming the toothpick is at the, re- or was the real cause of his symptoms. Most of the time when a foreign body in the rectum stirs up trouble, it's because someone intentionally put it there yeah. for whatever reason. But it's not unheard of for hardier materials like animal bones introduced into the body, the more common way uh, to wind up stuck there. And in this case, the doctors theorized that the pointy end of the toothpick had ended up right next to one particular branch oh. of nerves in the spinal cord, God. causing enough pressure to account for the localized symptoms along the man's right butt and leg. Wow. Do you ever use a toothpick if something gets caught in your ass? Mm, okay. No. No? I, uh, no, I do not do okay. that. Tweezers are usually no. what I go for. Mm, neither do I. A U.K. woman uh, being interviewed from home got a rise from TV viewers who noticed a prodigious sex toy sitting on the shelf behind her. It's hilarious. Is it? Yeah. It's I mean, it, it it's not a it's not just shaped that way. It looks like a penis. Yvette Amos was telling the BBC about how people were being passed over for jobs during the coronavirus pandemic. But what captivated Wales Today viewers was the dildo apparently being used oh as God. a bookend. Uh, and some viewers have even called for Amos to receive a damehood for doing a bang-up job and spicing up the humdrum news report. Uh, the, the bizarre thing is we're looking at the picture, and it, half the picture is framed not on her. She's not dead center. Yeah. You you actually, she's all the way to the right. Yeah. Why would you frame it that way when your dildo bookmark is completely obvious? I do not know, but uh, people actually loved it. Yes. Uh, it's a big one, too. So, yep, exactly. I would say girthy. Mm-hmm. And then one last story. Let's end with... Uh, can't end with a really bad one. Uh, let's go with this. A uh, Rupert Ellis lives in Cornwall, England. Says he believes that his house is haunted. He recently found a vault door behind one of his walls Whoa. while trying to hang a poster. He thought that uh, the find was strange as he had left the framed poster leaning against that same spot for over a year. He says the wall in the walk-in vault was used for storing mine and material maps, and at some point it was bricked up and plastered over. U.S. American maps? Uh, he adds hmm. that when he first moved in, he used to get woken up by lots of banging at the steps sometime, at the, t- the same time each night. Oh, boy. And friends who stayed with him uh, have reported hearing footsteps in the house as well. So I don't know if the vault <laughs> had some kind of thing, some kind of spirit that he let out of there or not. But uh, That'd be freaky. They found a vault in his house. Jeez. Yeah, and it looks like it's got a, uh, a safe uh, yeah. uh, door on it. It's pretty wild. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Uh, don't forget, you have a few minutes left, about four minutes to get, or 
No, a little bit more than that. You have six minutes uh, to enter the word hundred uh, for the uh, $500 we have to give away with no sad dough. Hundred, H-U-N-D-R-E-D. Thanks for spelling that out because I know there are more than a few people who say hundred. Hundred. D-E-R-D. Yeah, exactly. uh, And it just, did you happen to see Jeopardy last night? I did not. Okay, so in the final, I think it was the final oh, yeah. Jeopardy. The spelling error. General Custard. Right, which I've made that mistake in my mind before. Right, right. Uh, he meant to say General Custer, and he wrote out because he had to write oh, the final Jeopardy. General Custard. Custard. Wait, so did he not? Well, get he it? he got it was a two part answer. You had to get both parts yeah. of Final Jeopardy, and he got Custer was one of the right answers, right. and he, okay. he didn't get the other one, so we got it wrong anyway. But um, Steve, I don't know if you noticed that you know afterwards they have the conversation. Yeah. And Ken Jennings was sitting there chatting. I am certain that that's what they were talking about. The, <laughs> about the, custard, the, yeah. the spelling of custard versus custard. Wow. Yeah. I, see, I can see people doing that. Oh, I yeah. know for a fact. Yeah. I, I'm, there, I'm sure there's a few things that, you know. That, Especially that, if you've only just heard of it and passing. not really read yeah. it or seen something on TV about it. Listen, I, I, I know everything now about hedge funds, and I had yeah. to learn it. That's, you know? right. Yeah. that's right. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have a few guests joining us this morning. Christopher Mintz-Plaze will be on. Uh, Bernie Capel will be on. Uh, but Right now, we want to get you that money, so good luck to you. We'll be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Shop, play, win, Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, 10 tokens added to your Shop Play Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money-saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop Play Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle roses here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sunset when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a wonderful little surprise for you this morning. It, it really, it really is. It's like when you're eating a bag of regular chips and there's a ruffle chip in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it really stands out yeah. amongst everything else. Wow, where did that come from? Um, Kathy Romano has been doing some work and she's been coming up with more activities for hey! you. And uh, she actually, we can do this on a uh, a more frequent uh, schedule, I think. Right, Kath? Yeah, so you know what? I got an email a couple of weeks ago after or as um, the holiday activities were winding down. And somebody said, hey, um, you should come up with a winter blues activities list. That's a real thing. People go through that when, you know, it, it gets darker earlier and it's colder and people are inside. Um, you know, what can we do to kind of shift our mood and, and be uplifted a little bit? And, you know, I thought about it and then I started seeing like all of these things come in. People will like tag me and post. They'll send me, you know, the Facebook, um, you know, event or, or whatever it is. And I'm like, there's still like a ton to do out there. Um, so, yeah, that, that so can I, help lift people's moods and things yeah. like that. And also, I have to say, I've seen some people are ripping you off, or, you oh, know, really? in different channels and things like that. I'm like, I'm not going to say it's a direct rip off, but I think you own activities in this town. <laughs> right. 
You could do a side business, like an activity coordinator, coordinator. for people. Listen, oh, this this could be, and I right at the beginning of all this, didn't I say this this could be you, huge for you? You did, and you know what's funny when this all started. So when I started to um, do these activities and like visit these places, there's a whole like strategy behind it. So my cousin and I would you know take the boys to go and do these things, but like we would never want to wait in line. We wouldn't oh. want to be there when it was crowded. We'd want to do like all the the good things. We didn't want to go before you know in in the fall before the Halloween stuff was open because right. we wanted to do that. So, like, we have a whole strategy behind all of it so that we're not waiting in line, we're getting the best price, and, you know, and the kids are still having fun. I see Kathy's new business as a great investment opportunity. For yes. Hop on Reddit, make the investment. Make Should, you'll be trading at GameStop levels yeah. before it's yeah. over. Yeah. Robin Hood app. Yeah. All right, so I guess we'll call this a... List of sorts yeah. since we're still living in the corona in the COVID world. Yeah, and you know what? I think that is good because a lot of it. You got the Rona. <laughs> because... Can I get some uh, some happy music? Not goofy happy. Just some some filling in music here as we go through. I some mean, activities, like just our standard like uh... um something uh, Salisbury Hill. Not not the commercial beds, but uh, what's uh not like this or anything like that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that'll work. And see if you can dig something else up. While, yeah, uh, she's we, we going through this. Uh, so where do we begin? Okay, so keeping in mind that we are still in the middle of a pandemic and, um, you know, there's not huge groups that are gathering. Some stuff is in person. If it is, the people, the companies are taking um, all of the CDC safety guidelines. They're putting everything in place. Um, and there is a lot of uh, virtual events as well. So I'm just going to, like we said, we're going to do it on a little bit more frequent basis. So I'm just going to go through, you know, maybe like two weeks worth of, worth of stuff that's okay. out there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it does have a date on it. Uh, okay, so. uh, today, actually, if you want to get in on this, there's a place called Conquering Cuisine, and they're offering cooking demonstrations. So it's not a cooking class. It's actually just a demonstration, but it allows you to participate from the comfort of your own home. Uh, Participants gain a full understanding of each dish that this uh, chef is showcasing, the ingredients, techniques, traditions from around the world as well. Uh, And then participants can also get a bottle of wine, uh, and they'll, they'll talk about how the wine enhances the flavor of different foods. So there are a number of classes throughout January and February. So it starts today? But Yeah, so prior to the class, participants uh, will have to pick up the ready-to-heat and serve meal package. So although you're not cooking it, you're getting what the chef is cooking okay. for an evening at home uh, oh, okay. to have dinner, and you can also purchase a bottle of wine. So you have to go to their location in Doylestown. Uh, so this is for people who may be close to Doylestown. Kathy, this is perfect for you. You don't have to cook. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so right? what, What's on the menu for today, Kathy? Is, is, is... Uh, you you know what, Nick? If, French, could French you... country supper? Is that what? Yeah, January yes. 28th. Yep. All right. So it's silky potato soup Ooh. and crispy bacon. You got to scoot that over. I can't read it over here. Uh, crispy bacon lardons, uh, savory baked crepes stuffed with roasted vegetables and oh, aged cheese. You could make this, Kathy. Classic cocovan <laughs> with winter vegetables, layered chocolate torte with mousse filling. Whoa. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So if you place your order, you go pick it up, and then the participants join virtually via Zoom to enjoy the featured menu, drink, learn, and relax. Um, and so, yeah, so that's Conquering Cuisine, uh, and you can order that today, and then they have classes God, that throughout, sounds good. throughout yeah. January and February. Kath, how much of this do you find on Instagram? And I, also, I want to remind people to uh, hashtag, when they do end up doing these uh, activities, 
with your hashtag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find, like I said, people will tag me and stuff. They will use the hashtag, and I obviously follow the hashtag so I can see what people are posting. I get a lot of event pages on Facebook. I get emails. Um, a friend of mine, every time she sees something, she'll send it over. So Good. It's just, yeah. Oh, you're What's... a conduit, so people know that you're you're sort of the fulcrum, and they can send this stuff to you, and you can vet it. And that's really the thing is because you, you do investigate and see if it's something that is viable and people might enjoy. So, yeah, tag Kathy on this stuff, right? That's yes, what we're... absolutely. Okay. Kathy right. Tag the 11. hell out of her. Kathy yeah. Romano 11, and then uh, the what is the hashtag? Um, so there's Kathy's activities and then, you know, fall activities, winter activities. But if you do Kathy's activities, we can kind of loop it all in. Cool. All right. Here. There's a company called Slip Pot Bonsai, and they're actually known for their bonsai and beer events. They go to different breweries around the area, and um, they do events there, but they're now offering virtual ov- virtual o- events as well as in person. So uh, tomorrow, January 29th, uh, the virtual beer and bonsai is Ooh. taking place. You can sign up uh, by noon on Friday, and then you pick up your beer and supplies for the workshop at Town Tap by Conshohocken Brewery Company uh, in Havertown. You then Zoom at 6 o'clock and you put together and style and learn how to care for a bonsai tree. I love bonsai. I know know I'd kill them, but they're so cool looking. Um, So then they're also offering a virtual kids workshop. So uh, the kids don't get the beer, but they do get the bonsai tree. Uh, And this one actually is will be delivered to your home. If you're within 15 miles of Drexel Hill, uh, they're going to deliver all of the materials that you need for this Zoom workshop uh, to your house. So participants receive a healthy two-year-old pre-bonsai tree, ceramic pot, soil, wire, clippers, and instruction to style and care for your very own bonsai tree. It's a one-hour Zoom, uh, and you'll schedule that with the company. Uh, you can go to slippotbonsai.com for more details and to sign up. And then on February 11th, they're having an in-person event at the Puddler's Kitchen and Tap in Bridgeport, <sighs> Pennsylvania. Again, all of the information on their website. Did you say Puddler's? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, Puddler's. It's Puddler's? I think so. Okay. That's what it That's says. That's right up our alley, Preston. Yeah. Pud- Puddler's, what is it, Kitchen? Kitchen okay. and Tap yeah, in puddlers. Bridgeport. Okay. Oh, I think maybe it's probably pronounced Puddler's. Puddler's. And not Puddler's. Pud. Uh, but anyhow, just as, just as long as Pud is involved, exactly. I'm happy. <laughs> Every Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the Berwyn Indoor Outdoor Market. Now it's indoor and it's outdoor if it's 40 degrees or higher. So it's not going to be outdoors this weekend. Uh, but it's free admission, free parking. It's a vintage market and it includes things like antiques, collectibles, vintage fashion, jewelry, textiles, primitives, gem, uh, gemstones, all of that. It's at 260 Swedesford Road in Berwinchester County and you can go to philafleamarkets.org for more information. But that's every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at the Briarbush Nature Center in Abington. They hold something called Magic Mornings, and it's an indoor-outdoor program for kids ages 2 to 5 to join with their parent, with an adult. Uh, they explore outside, they walk through the Nature Center, they do crafts, play games, tell stories. Cool. And each week, there's a new theme. So uh, you, your kid can go every week, and there'll be a different theme. This week is uh, Qu- films from Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, 2 to 5 years oh, old. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's Kill yeah. Bill Volume More two. things like Sesame and oh. stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, masks are required. So even though they're young kids, they are going to have to wear a mask. And you can register on their website at briarbush.org. This is like a little place that I had no idea was there until, you know, I had a kid. And, and Jace uh, used to go to these things there. That's cool. Where is this again? It's in Abington. Okay. It's outside of Puddington. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Grown activities. 
Okay, so this is something that you can do from home. Hammer and Stain is offering home kits, which include your choice of a custom wood project, colors, and all of the materials that you'll need to do this. In My wife has home. done this. They, they, yeah. they do a lot of a charity. They'll offer up charity uh, events, and, and she loved it. Yeah, so there's like um, board and brush. Yeah. I did that was on uh, one of my holiday activities list. It's similar. Tango and cash. It's no. similar to that, but it's uh, it's called hammer and stain. Yeah. Um, and so what you do, this is their at home kit. So um, what you do is you place the order. Uh, it starts the ordering starts on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and it closes Tuesday at 11 p.m. So within those couple of days, you have to place your order, uh, and then you can pick up. Sometimes they'll deliver based on where you live. Uh, you pick up the following weekend from when you place your order. Cool. Uh, and then, yeah, you have everything at home. You have instructions uh, to do this at home. And I love this. Uh, I have a code for you. If you enter crafts, you get 10% uh, off three kits or more. So mm-hmm. if you're ordering for a few people, uh, a few family members, maybe your girlfriends are going to come over and do this, uh, you can get 10% off. Now, I found this information at hammerandstainedholland.com. However, um, there are a number of these locations that are offering the at-home kits. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, All people right. rave on it. Next one up. In uh, January and February, the Lucky uh, Cupcake Company in Peddler's Village is selling activity kits uh, for kids or for yourself. It's for adults, too. Uh, They're offering uh, in-person baking classes as well, but uh, you can choose from the different themed classes and kits. So the kits are to take home the classes. You go to their location. Uh, But the different themes include Super Bowl, Mardi Gras, uh, Winter, Valentine's Day, and they have a few more on their list as well. So January 28th, that's today, uh, is a hot chocolate bomb making workshop. Nice. Oh boy! Uh, like I said, you can you can order the kits for home, but uh, on February 10th, that'll be their next in person. That's a Valentine's Day sweets class. February 11th is Valentine's Day cocoa bomb class again there, and then. <laughs> February 15th is Love for Baking Winter Camp. For more information, you can go to the event page on theluckycupcakecompany.com. You know, it occurs to me that if anybody listening right now um, is not a part of this activities list, but thinks that they should be and could be, that they maybe should call the Love You Help You line and let our listeners know about your activity. (laughs) That's a good idea to get the word out. Yeah. Okay, so if you like baking, here's another one. The Homemade Bakers Club. It's a monthly subscription. You know how you get those meal boxes? Yes, yeah. So this is a baking box. Uh, And it includes everything you'll need to make the treat. So pre-measured, non-perishable ingredients, a recipe booklet. It comes with an ingredients card as well, too. So if you want to remake the dessert after you do it this initial time, you'll have everything you need. Uh, Items include parchment paper, toothpicks, canned and jarred ingredients, uh, whatever's needed to make the dessert. Uh, So February's theme is frosted sugar cookies, March is mint chocolate chip cheesecake brownies. Yeah, so you can go to home. Watch those toothpicks, though, right, Preston? Yeah. <laughs> I know, seriously. Uh, homemadebakersclub.com is where you can uh, get the subscription. This is good. So this is something that we talked about, actually, when I went and did this, but it was pretty cool. Crossing Vineyard and Winery in Newtown, Pennsylvania, is a 200-year-old estate. They hold a number of events throughout the year. They stay open through the winter. Not all vineyards do. Uh, so on February 4th, they're having their tarot card reading and wine tasting at the vineyard. Uh, we talked about it when I I went. It was pretty cool. They take tarot card reading right yep. there. Oh. Yep. yep. Um, and you can sign up by going to crossingvineyards.com. And they also have other uh, wine tasting events if you're not into the tarot card. I see drunkness in your future. <laughs> <laughs> where's uh, Where's Crossing Vineyards? Uh, it's in Newtown. Okay. All right. Um, okay. And then this one is so cool. So this was one where I, uh, somebody sent it to me on Facebook, and I was like, this is a really 
cool name. And then I looked at the event and I was like, this is a really cool event. So it's Charcuterie Chic Philly. They're offering a virtual Valentine's Day workshop on Preston's February eyebrows 10th. lifted up, yeah. Uh-huh. So Preston, it's basically customized charcuterie boxes and boards that you can Ooh. order through them. So they go shopping for you. They get all of the stuff that you'll need and they put it in a box. You can take it home, enjoy it right out of the box. They'll, they'll, they have a personal box or if you're having like a small gathering, um, they'll put instructions in there and help you to tell you, you know, how to set it all up. But all of the ingredients are in there. You don't need to do the shopping. Wow. Okay. And how much does something like that cost? And you know you what? Know? The, pr- the prices are not that bad. So okay. it ranges from $20 up to like, you know, she said right now. Bucks. Yeah, they're doing a couple hundred bucks. But like if they're when they do catering events, obviously it'll, you know, it gets yeah. larger than that. But right now they're not doing those catering events, more just smaller gatherings. Okay. So, yeah, there's a little bit of crafting to that involved if you want to yeah. make it look nice and everything. Exactly. Mm, Crack so, okay. right into my mouth. Uh, but this um, Valentine's workshop that they're doing, it's an hour long workshop uh, and it's filled with charcuterie cheeses, you know, a bunch of other, you know, nuts and fruits and jellies and things like that. They got olives. All right. Hang on. So the, the, the work workshop that they're doing is it virtual or is yes it in- so, okay. so the workshop is virtual and what you'll do is uh you can go to their instagram page the link in their bio on their instagram page will take you to their events um and what you do is you'll place your order uh and then you'll have to pick it up the day before so on february 9th you pick it up the location is 19th and market they'll give you the exact address once you place your order uh you pick it up there and then you'll join in on the zoom workshop on february 10th they said it's a good uh galentine's day or couples event to do together Maybe uh, Marissa can pick that up for me. Yeah, yeah, she could. <laughs> yeah, she could. And, uh, yeah, she so could. they have uh, two models running this joint. No, th- those, uh, those are, are gorgeous. Those are the ladies. the owners. Uh, their names are Farah and I didn't Sarah. Mean those is in. <laughs> I know. Okay, yeah. All right, let me take a look. Uh, yeah, they're very pretty. That's yeah. not a good picture, though, Nick. But yeah, they're pretty stunning. Yeah. Steve, here, I'll pull this up one. Uh, uh, there's a better uh, picture. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, charcuterie photos, but uh, wow. yeah, beautiful yeah. young women. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so cool. To, to order. Sorry. No, that's okay. To order the charcuterie box, uh, you can go to charcuteriechic.com. And then finally, there is a cooking uh, decorating class that's taking place at the Mercantile at Doylestown. They're offering cookie decorating for parents and their kids. You have to RSVP on their website. So this is an in-person. It's a mommy and me cookie decorating. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, and you can go to mercantiledoylestown.com to sign up, uh, and then you pay at the door. But there is a cupcake decorating for young adults on February 11th the 25th, and then a Mommy and Me cupcake decorating on February 17th, hot chocolate bomb making for young adults on February 18th, and all of that uh, on their website. You know, take some of this stuff out for a spin, because I would say that this holiday season was enhanced because I did a couple of the Kathy's recommendation, uh, you know, items or or, or experiences, and like the the train is going to be a standard. Yeah, Yeah. so cool, So, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff there, and you say, oh, is that kind of my, give it a shot. And uh, she's got one more, but do you have a question first? Uh, a follow-up. So uh, finish up. The yeah, list. sorry. Okay. I, ha- I have one more. Um, one more. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so it's a small local business in Evesham. Uh, it's called Chocolat. Uh, and they're having a live truffle making and wine pairing event. Oh, this is Whoa. my wife and I could get into this. Yeah. The, <laughs> now this is an in-person event and it's at the Morning Glory Farmette in East Sham Township. It's run by Sloth. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
A Philadelphia chocolatier <laughs> will be instructing guests in truffle making. Participants will be making their own truffles. Uh, and then they'll be pairing it with wines from the White Horse Winery in New Jersey. Mm. In addition, they'll be teaching how to infuse chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh, it's a socially distanced event outside. So it's on a covered patio with heaters. Hand and foot warmers will be provided. Um, spots are limited because they are social distancing. Uh, but it's a great way to celebrate Valentine's Day with friends or a special someone, they say. Uh, the cost is $45 per person. And what's the day for this? And this is on February 13th. And okay. the website is get. Chocolat.com. So it's G-E-T-C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T.com. You can get more information, and then the link for the Eventbrite uh, event is up there. And where is that again? This is in Evesham Township, New Jersey. It's like okay. Marlton, New Jersey, around right. that area. Gotcha. And that's it? And that is what we yeah. have for this week. Yeah, activities. Keep you busy for the uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Those are some good, especially some Valentine's Day focused things. Yeah, yeah, nice. that's, uh, I, I really enjoyed that, Kath. Um, I have a follow up question because you and I have talked off air a little bit about uh, skiing in our area, and um, this is something that I would like to try to do a little bit more this this winter. But I I know that because of the rush to get outdoors and to get to some of the slopes, and because of COVID restrictions, overcrowding is a bit of a problem at some of the ski slopes. So I'm curious as to whether or not you have that down the road or if you've had any success any place because I'd, I'd like so to try you, to find a place where crowding isn't a problem yeah you know what's funny is the reason why i started to find all of these one of the reasons why i started to find all of these activities was because i tried a few times to go skiing and if you don't buy your tickets in advance you're not going mm-hmm. so like i tried a few to buy like you know on friday i was like oh maybe we'll go saturday or sunday no everything is completely sold out i think that's what everyone's doing they can't you- get outside and go do something so uh, most of the mountains are selling them ahead of time and they're selling out because people want to get out there and they, they do have to limit the amount of lift tickets that they sell. There's a lot of mountains. Just go pick one. <laughs> you know, do you need, do you absolutely need a trail? I mean, just, you know, can't you make it through the trees? Just don't hit them. So we've been going to Spring Mountain. We do the after school program um, for kids. It's, How's that going? It's awesome but also that also sells out so i just signed up for the um second session and like some of the days are already sold out so that's a good way to get the kids you know on the mountain if you have kids and you want to teach them how to snowboard or ski um spring mountain is by far my favorite teaching mountain for sure um but there are nick there are a number of the mountains that are uh, limiting the amount of lift tickets so it's not overcrowded there are some that are way overcrowded yeah. that I think are just selling. And uh, it's taking, I heard people say that it's taking them 40 minutes to an hour to get from <sighs> the bottom of the hill to the top. Yeah, maybe maybe try during the week too, I guess, you know, if, you, if you have that option. But uh, weekend skiing apparently in Pennsylvania right now is just, it's just jammed. Yep, yep, exactly. Cray cray. All right, Kath, thank you very much. Nice. Nice. Yay. All that work. Some no. good stuff. And by the way, I like those online courses and things like that we did. I haven't done one of those specifically, but my friend's son is a mixologist and we had a bunch of us couples uh, get on, and, and he taught us to make some drinks. We had some drinks. We had some fun. It was really cool. Yeah, fun? Very enjoyable, yeah. So huh. if, you're, if you're with a good group, it can be a blast, especially while you're you know learning something, especially if you get to eat or drink that thing that you're learning about. <laughs> yeah. hammered. It's pretty sweet. So uh, that's why the charcuterie thing sounds kind of interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. Might want to do that. All right. Uh, before we move on, I think there's a caller we need to go to, and maybe not. Okay. Um, I did see the story we have some time to play with. So, uh, yeah, I saw this, uh, very, very interesting, uh, more than a million Beijing residents undergoing coronavirus testing amid a fresh outbreak have been administered now anal swabs. I saw this. (laughs) I saw this. 
which yeah. are considered think... more accurate and raise the chances of detecting COVID-19. I saw it, and I was like, is this real? Mm. Anal swabs are real. <laughs> yeah, and uh, apparently yeah. it's more uh, accurate. So, yeah, yes, that's what they're saying. Uh, the problem is is getting your ass up in the car window. Yes. Yeah, the drive-through thing. Could you, you imagine need, that? You can't go alone. You need a driver. Right, you, need, you gotta take off your seatbelt, you gotta you below your pants your seat, you gotta Yours put your up. pants down, stick it out the driver's side. Uh key districts began a mass testing drive on Friday after a nine year old boy had tested positive for the more virulent strain of the virus. Uh, the health authorities in the Chinese capital said that they were aiming to screen more than two million people in forty eight hours. Anal swabs have been in use since last year, including in the major port city of Shanghai. But the method is uh, so far reserved for individuals in potential COVID-19 hotspots. It's a Q-tip that's six feet long. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. They got to get up to your throat (laughs) uh, through your butt. Uh, Yeah. That's Listen, always, what are you uh, what are you doing after this? That's always a fun experience when they have to uh, anything anal. You know. Yeah, you know, it's just. I tell you what, I'll take the anal over the uh, over the 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 down the throat, trying not to gag. Uh, the uh... really that one sucks too. Yeah, uh, because you you Big know fanning. you have such that that reaction to it. Uh, I when whenever they try to do a culture, yeah, in my throat, it's. I mean, I can't help it. My gag reflexes. Like hair trigger. Yeah. It's yeah. what made me pass out when I did the uh, the EMT yeah. visit uh, a week or so ago. You had, when I was getting checked for the, um, the you know, I had the, the prostate cancer years ago, they, the, one of the things they had me do, and, you know, Dr. Mike, God bless him, he makes sure he's thorough as possible, but they basically stuck uh, a still up my ass <laughs> and, and bang, 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 the machines are dang, 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 dang. <laughs> you know, and I had moonshiners waiting for the wine to come, uh, the, the whiskey to come out my ass. Uh, but it was, uh, that was weird and interesting. I, well, there was a time when I had an issue with my vocal cords and I went to a, an ENT and he wanted to look down my throat and started to go down with a, um, uh, you know, a camera to get down in there. And I'm telling you, before any contact was even made, yeah. Just the idea of having something uh-huh. go into your mouth, back to the back part of your tongue, started to make me react uh, yeah. and, and start to gag. And he's like, okay, we'll do the nose then. Right, so right. Go to the nose, which sucks too. Yeah. I've actually, I have to say, I've gotten good at it because I had, uh, I had the, the achalasia, you know, uh, surgery for, yeah. uh, and, and, and in prep for that, they had to do that a couple of times because I'm like, all right, let's, let's do this sucker. Yeah. They're, uh, being with my daughter having Crohn's there, there are some kids who have to get these, um, antibiotics that are, that are put in through their, uh, uh a regular yeah. nose. It's, it's a tube that goes in through their nose and they have this thing that constantly, you know, gives them nutrition and so on. And, and, and besides the, the antibiotics, but I think. I think it's antibiotics, but it might be nutrition as well. Uh, but anyhow, um, yeah, they just get used to it. You know, they After just a while. used to having it shove it up your nose down into your <laughs> stomach. What a world. What a world. I'm telling you, man. I mean, Matt Cord was uh, telling us the other day because he has to go. He works for the Sixers. And so uh, oh, yeah. the NBA is really strict about testing, which makes sense. But uh, I think he's been tested 29 times in the last month right. or something yeah. like that. You he know, gets it constantly. Yeah, and, and it's the right thing to do, of course. But uh, He loves those anal swans. He does. I wonder if he'll start he asking for the butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Probably. Because of that. If that's <laughs> We know Matt. <laughs> I mean, I know him pretty well. I think so. <laughs> it's an option now. So, yeah. Uh, no, I, I just had no idea that this is... And so, maybe coming to us soon. Yeah. You never know. Anal swabs uh, for testing. We'll have to find out. Uh, one other quick thing, and then uh, we're going to have to... Then we got to call and we got to take a break. But, um, no, nah, you know what? Let, no? me just, let, me, let me just take the All call right. because uh, I want to go to this person. I have uh, Tom on the line. Hey, Tom, are you there? Press 
going on? Yo, buddy, I think we owe you something, right? Yes, $500. Oh! That's a no sad dough winner right there, ladies and gentlemen. This person is excited. Tom, where are you from, my man? I'm Levitan. Hey, tell Kathy that's the Trenton Makes Bridge. That's free? Trenton Makes. Trenton makes the, the world. Trenton makes bridge. Trenton makes the world takes the free one. Is that the free bridge? Okay. Yeah, Tell you what, Tom, you just go drive. You get you get five hundred bucks, yeah. dude. Go pay all the tolls you want to today. I got everybody today. You're sitting pretty, uh, Tom. Right. Dude, thank you so much for listening to MMR. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Hey, right, Tom, buddy. what section? Uh, Indian Creek. Okay. All right, let Yeah. All right, thanks, man. We'll see you, Tom. Our winner. Hey! Next chance coming up at 10 a.m. We got seven of them all together throughout the course of the day today and tomorrow as well. Let's take a break, come back in a second, and then uh, we're going to talk to Christopher Mintz Plus A. Uh, and we also have uh, Dr. Adam Bricker from, it's Bricker, right? Bricker yeah. from uh, The Love Boat. From The Love Boat, and that's uh, Bernie Capel will be on too. Yes. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. ACDC. Royal Blood. Deftones. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Our next guest is ready to go. And uh, you know him from tons of uh, movies throughout the year. Super bad, obviously. Stands out kick-ass. Oh, he's great. Mother effer. Yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> it's a great role. I love it. But uh, he's on promoting what is going to be the start of the second season on Comedy Central of Blark and Son. And I saw they've added uh, Jane Lynch to the cast. Yeah, that's um, a good score. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of people on it that are really good. Yeah. Please welcome uh, Christopher Mintz Plaza to the show. Hey! Christopher, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Philadelphia. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. You ever make your way through the town of Philadelphia in your years? I have never been over there. Actually, I've been to the East Coast a bunch. I'm I hate to say it, but I'm a, I'm a Boston boy. I'm a Celtics fan. I'm a Patriots fan. Listen, so it's, it's okay. Against, I root against I root against you boys every now and then, but you know. <laughs> Sixers had a good win last night. Y'all looking good this year. It's a good oh, year for Philly. Always yeah. remember, we do share common enemies too, so that that'll help. Yes. Us. Yeah, so that uh, that's right. <laughs> yep, we both had the Yankees. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we can bond over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Chris, about about the show because it started it started basically as an Instagram sort of um, kind of a project of love, where you're a friend of yours. I think his name is is Ben Bayouth. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So my my good buddy, Ben, who I've known for about 16 years now, he's an incredible special effects artist. He actually makes all the costumes on The Masked Singer right now, like every single one. Um, Yeah, he's brilliant, you know. So he's been doing that for a long time. And about five years ago, he just had a a creative passion project idea to start a 30-second Instagram show with a, you know, it's just made from puppets, a father and a son who don't see eye to eye. And he asked me as a friend to come on and do it. I was like, yeah, it'd be great. There was no money involved or anything. It was purely just fun. And after we released it, Comedy Central saw it. They really enjoyed it, and they wanted to make it a full show for their YouTube page. So they gave us a little budget. We got, you know, Donald Faison on the show. We got Jim Rash from Community. Cool. We got Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty. And uh, we got a season two. We're very excited. So, so you've you've exp- obviously now it's, it's a longer running time, but it, it's and and for people to understand, we're we're talking. These are. 
Uh, these are unique looking puppets. They're 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 um <laughs> they've got big bugged out eyes. Yeah, it's like nightmare fuel. Yeah, it is nightmare fuel. But it's also every time I see them, I crack up because you, you take a, a funny piece of dialogue delivered with those bugged out eyes, and, and you can't help but crack up. That's the thing. You you nailed it. You know, we're trying to add that kind of like sitcom family vibe feel with these Mr. Meaty style puppets. Yeah, uh, yeah you nailed it, man. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to guess you're not doing the actual puppetry work on this, right? You're mainly just uh, supplying the voice? Absolutely, yeah. I'm just doing strictly the voice. We, uh, you know, during COVID times especially, I, I stayed away from set. We tried to keep it as safe as possible. Right. I think maybe four or five people okay. there at all times. But, yeah, we do we do voice work prior, go in there for like a handful of hours, and then they puppeteer straight to our voice. I saw a, um, a video not that long ago. It was uh, Jim Henson and the rest of the crew on Sesame Street, and it was a pulled-back camera angle yeah. of them doing the puppetry work, uh, which you never get to see because it kind of can kill a little bit of the magic. But there is there is a real art to that puppetry work. I don't know if you've seen people do that uh, in, in the flesh before. Totally. Well, it's funny that, like, that, so Ben, once again, who voices Blark and made the puppets, he's really brilliant, and he made these silicone puppets. He hired a puppeteer who had been working with puppets for, I'd say, 30 years, and that guy had difficulty making these puppets look realistic. So Ben had to do every single one by himself. Like, he had it down to a specific T. It was really incredible to watch. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're just they're just funny to look at, but I also like the dynamic between the, the father and the son. The father's, uh, you know, kind of uh, very macho, and the, so there's, there's, there's not really a meeting of the minds, but it, it's sharply written. Uh, is he doing most of the writing as well? Are you contributing? He, I'm not writing. We'll do a little improv together in the room. We do most of our stuff together to kind of build that chemistry. But right. Ben, yeah, he's hands-on. He's in the writer's room. We hired a bunch of great sitcom writers and uh, brought in a few friends as well. So, yeah, he's doing it all, creating, writing, acting, directing. Um, there's another project that you uh, that's got a lot of buzz behind it that you're in. I was I was on uh, I think it was on Apple TV and I saw the the trailer. I haven't seen the movie yet, but uh, promising young woman, and I recognized you in that. Um, do you have a, yep. a, a smaller role, supporting role, big role in that? It is, yeah. So it's it's a small role. It's one scene. I'd say it's okay. like a seven minute scene. It's a pretty poignant scene, though. Um, it's a very heavy, intense watch. You know, it's about a, a sexual assault survivor. Yeah. Um, and how she copes with that, but it's, there's comedy involved. It's a revenge thriller as well. It's a good conversation starter. I highly recommend mm-hmm. watching it. It's getting it's getting raves, and I, we, I mean, we love so much your stuff. I, I mean, we, we're just huge fans of the Kick-Ass films, yeah. and to be on that. So, the, 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 a set that is, I assume, that was a you know fun, but also there's just so much kinetic stuff going on. Uh, any any particular memories from working on both those films? That just what what that experience was like. I, I assume there was really much. There's not much that can match what that must have been like. Totally. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Superbad was my first movie ever. Yeah. So you kind of when it's when it's your first project, you kind of don't really know what's going on. You're like, this is great. We're having fun. Everybody's laughing. I think five people are going to go see it in theaters, and then I'm going to go back to high school, and nothing is going to happen. <laughs> but then Kick Ass was a dream because I was 20 years old and I was playing a superhero. So it was like every kid's dream, and yeah, it was fantastic. You know what you did though, which was cool, and you do. And this is a this is a key thing: your your performance and the way you 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 played that character in two films. You still always sort of understood at some point the motivation for. 
what you were doing. So it, when you just have a, like a, a mustache twirling villain, it, it, you, you can't connect. But the, but there was something there you could connect to, and and that really worked. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you guys to say. I'm a Sixers fan now. <laughs> See, that's all it took. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one more reason to be a Sixers fan. My son is a huge Sixers fan, and uh, he and I have bonded over the last decade, really, um, more than a decade at this point, for uh, over uh, How to Train Your Dragon and the entire series. And your voice work in it is great, as, as is everybody else's. The animation in that is incredible. How many... Uh, different versions of How to Train Your Dragon have there been? Because I know it ended up being on TV for a stretch as well. Yeah, you know, that that's my longest-running gig. I was sad to see it go. I think it ended a year, year and a half ago. But I had been doing that. That was the first gig I got post-Super Bad. So I was 17 or 18, and wow. I just finished it when I was 30. So we did three movies, four or five, you know, TV show series, and we did a special for NBC, a, a winter holiday special, so we've been doing that for like a good 12 years. It was pretty surreal. I'm wondering uh, how it is that you were allowed to become Boston fan if you were born in L.A. Like, are the Celtics not the sworn enemy of the Los Angeles Lakers? Oh, they, they are. That is a very valid question. And people <laughs> find me to be very phony at times. But my, dad was born, my dad was born in Worcester, Massachusetts. He All moved right. to L.A. when he was 19. So I was born here. But I was growing up watching, you know, Bird and and there you go. Paul Pierce and all that, yeah. No, by by the strictest rules, if your if your dad is from a particular area, you can, you know, I, I my dad was uh, I I was a Green Bay fan growing up, uh, and uh, so you know, that's because of my dad. Uh, but but the the truth yeah. of the matter is, is that uh, you know, now that you're a Sixers fan, we made progress. I want to take. Uh, you you uh, so after Superbad, which you mentioned when you did it, you got you uh, used the money to buy a drum kit, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. And you yeah. are, do you, are, have you been drumming in quarantine? Has that been sort of a, a release for you? Totally, yeah. I'm actually doing this interview in my studio right now in my in my backyard uh, because my girlfriend is still passed out at, <laughs> you know, 6 a.m. But, yeah, we've you know, I switched over to bass about five or six years ago, and we're just making music in the quarantine because there's not much else to do, me and my band. Um, yeah, so we're still trucking. Is that the Young Rap Scallions? It is. Uh, it's a band called Main Man now. Oh, okay. There's been many iterations of music <laughs> over the last last twelve years. Nice. All right. Well, keep keep at it, man. Just have some fun, and and we'll we'll definitely be watching you. Uh, Blark and Son season two uh, starts Saturday, and that's on uh, Comedy Central. So thanks for checking in. We appreciate it, Christopher. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for having. Go Sixers! Me. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Vince Plaze. Thanks, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's now a Sixers fan. Not really, but, you know, we'll take it anyway. You got to say it. It's like every comedian says, it's great to be here in. Right. Exactly. And you were uh, you were right, Preston. Carter Hart is apparently learning uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had a, a bit of a rough start, like two starts ago. And, and so and to, to get his mind off of the game, he's playing a little guitar. Nice. Mm. Nice. Mm. Um, yeah. There's something uh -huh. I was going to bring up, and I don't remember what the hell it was. Uh, <laughs> I write down. I wrote down something. Did you write down something? And I, I can't find my piece of paper. Was it about banjos? No. The banjo thing still has to be fleshed out. <laughs> yeah. And I got to bring my banjo in. I really do. Yeah. It needs a string, and it needs to be it, tuned it, and all that. I don't. And uh, you need to learn how to play it. Well, yes. Yeah. That, but you can't play it unless it has oh, strings. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. So I had mentioned that uh, Promising Young Woman has a, a buzz about it. And, yes. And you said it's getting great reviews. Casey turned me on to something that I want to recommend for you to check out. I watched it for the second time last night. Me too. Uh, so two nights in a row I watched this. 
and it is and and a, unfortunately we can't tell you too much about it. Okay, we just recommend that you watch it. It's called In and of Itself, uh, and it's on Hulu. Uh, it's a one man show, right? And Casey Casey was like, just I'm not going to tell you about it. Just go watch it. Because um, I did the same thing. Nick Murphy recommended it to me. Didn't tell me much about it other than it is it is a stage show yeah. uh, that has been filmed for um, movie purposes. Oh, it was it was actually uh, guy. It was directed <laughs> by Frank Oz, yep. oh, who is a genius. And Stephen was, Colbert is a producer. He and his wife are producers, and yeah. um, you, you will see the audience members from time to time. And what I found interesting were the level of celebrities that were in the audience. Yeah, don't give any names away. Okay. Because there's there's a couple of biggies in there that mm-hmm. you're like, oh. is that? No. Yeah. And then, any yeah. prominent banjo players? No prominent. Well, um, maybe because I don't know any prominent banjo players because the Steve whole Martin. audience could have been filled That's true. with prominent yeah. banjo players all for right. all I knew. Um, but what? it is, um, it's, um, it's unique and it's moving. That's what I told a friend of mine. And... Uh, there's an element to it. You, you don't even realize what kind of a show it is until you're most of the way through it. Uh, and and I don't want to give too much away. I had actually told Casey, I'm like, maybe you can reach out and see if this guy might be worth. Uh, I reach out to him. him. Yeah. All right. His name is Derek Del Guadio. What did he say, Case? Go to hell. He didn't say anything, okay. which is like saying go to hell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I recommend it if you have Hulu. It's it's worth it. And I so have my. It- I, I, I had my family sit down, other than Caroline, because she was kind of, yeah. we'd already watched something and she was gone. So the three of us sat down, and what grabbed Casey from the get-go was there's a, um, a little disclaimer at the beginning that says, essentially says, put your phone away. Yeah. And set all your distractions aside and just watch this. <laughs> and did I got to tell you. I did. did you? I got to tell you, when I first saw that disclaimer, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can commit. <laughs> I really, because that's that's. It's how I live my life. It's how I watch television. I look at my wife and sometimes when we're yeah. watching stuff, and she's got the phone on a little bit, but uh-huh. not, she'll she'll lock and load. But I I have to I have to look at the show. Yeah, I have so, to watch yeah. it. Um, maybe not even two minutes in, I was like, okay, yeah, this has got my attention. It actually kind of bothers me if I look and I see the other family members when I have recommended something that we watch and they're on their phone, and I I will sometimes check out and I'll just be like. Are you even going to watch yeah. this? Do you even love me? Yeah, do you even love me? It That is a reflection <laughs> on what you think of me. Well, I've gotten to the point now where I put the phone in the other room because... That's it, a good idea. That's where the TV is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when you stumble across stuff where people recommend it to you and, and it hits a chord. May I make a recommendation? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Imposters, and Kathy and I have both watched... Uh, there are two seasons. I believe a third is, a season is coming. It's on Netflix now. I don't think originally it was. I think originally it was on Bravo but they brought it over. It's a drama. It's just a straight drama about con men and con women. Um, there are not a lot of recognizable actors in it except for a guy named Brian Benben. You remember him? I do remember the... Brian Benben. He was from Dream On. Dream On, yeah. And then... Oh, the, the, the main character? Yeah. yeah. The short guy? Yeah. And then uh, Uma Thurman actually has a role in it as well. Uh, and she is great. Thank you. Uh, she's, and the main girl is really good. I don't know who the heck she is, but she's really good. The main stars of it you probably wouldn't recognize, but uh, Uma Thurman really, really good. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so it's called Imposters, and there are now two seasons on Netflix. And I, I completely had. Oh, it's a series. It's a series. Yeah, oh, there are ten, right. ten episodes each season. Is I it a limited series or is yep. it okay? Yeah, but I didn't know anything about it going in. It just sort of was one of those things that popped up on my Netflix of you might like. And then I ended up watching it with my girlfriend, and I love it. I can't get enough of it. May I recommend a series? All right, yeah. and Marissa's been holding right. her hand up for a while. So. All right, Marissa, you go first. Let me go to her oh, real quick. Okay, uh, well, uh, I will hop in with a recommendation. Um, I everyone should watch Lupin. 
Uh, oh, Lupin's man, getting yeah, raised, yes. It, French, it right? It is French. I didn't realize until, like, the second scene that it's Lupin dubbed. is French for banjo. Yes, Steve. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, but it's, like, an action thriller about yeah. a guy who, uh, it's like a, a, yeah, and, like, a man of mystery and right. disguises. Um, I think all of you guys, maybe not Kathy, but Kathy, I think you will like it, too, because um, I enjoyed it. Very good. Um, but, Preston, I took your recommendation via Casey, via Nick Murphy, about watching... Um, In and of itself. Yes. And it was so good, so I do want to recommend that, too. Although I'm glad that I did have my phone kind of close. I did get some text messages. I ignored them. But then, like, halfway into it, I got a call from my dad. And it was right about the scene where people are yelling. Ah, okay. And I was like, yeah. I, I think I need to answer this right now. Yeah. And thank God I did because my dad was Were you like, already crying? or Yes. Yeah, and I was like, I think I need to answer this phone call. And my dad yeah. happened to be at the doctor's office. What? <laughs> Needed help, so I'm glad I did. I'm not taking uh, yes. suggestions from you anymore, Melissa. Oh. <laughs> Why? What did she recommend that you watch? No, so she, tell, she, text, she tells me at work, watch this series. It's called The Wilds, right? So oh, God, I, yeah. So I ask her, I, I'm at home. I'm looking for something to watch. I text her. I go, hey, what was the name of that show? And she sends it to me, The Wilds. So I'm like, I'm looking at it. I look it up on, you know, uh, on my TV, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, is she just an idiot and she doesn't, like, know how to spell the show she's watching? Or, like, what, or did it autocorrect? I'm like, whatever. Right. So I start watching this show and I'm like, this is the worst show. I mean, I think I've ever put on my TV. Uh, is she kidding? So I come in the next day and, sh- and she's like, did you start it? And I'm like, I, I can't do it. And she's yeah. like, no. She's like, yeah, I know. It's like a little. I'm like, the, the speech pattern and like the way they talk and the acting is just, it's terrible. And she goes, wait what are you watching? <laughs> so oh apparently there's a The Wilds, W-I-L-D-S, and then there's also a Wilds spelled with a Y. Oh, <laughs> and which one were you watching? I was watching what is on our screen right now. Is that the one with, with a Y? With a Y. It's oh. like the adventures of like Peter Gable. Oh yeah, this is, yeah, this looks it, goofy. It's like college it's, movie level. Like it's uh, just someone's yeah. making their very first film. I was like, what is she talking about? That's great. Yeah, I could well, see where this would not be in your wheelhouse. Oh, I, like at all. The other one, the Wilds, W I L D S, <laughs> is like Lost uh, meets nine hundred two one zero. Is that with uh, Ryan Phillippe? Uh, no. no. Uh, or am I thinking of fifty no, four? Really I think you're thinking stop. of MacGruber. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so Lost meets nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, it's okay. it's the reason I won't watch it because of the nine hundred two one zero part. Well, oh, it's no, it's, no, it's no, girl it's girls on an island, and mm-hmm. it's it's getting very good reviews. Yeah, yeah. that I will give okay. a shot. So I I didn't go back and, and try that, but I'm going to. All right, Steve, wow. what's your recommendation? <laughs> okay, let's say you are a family. Mm-hmm. You have a son, but you've always wanted a little girl. Yes. <laughs> What if you could build that little girl? Okay. Oh, All shut right. up. Okay. And what if she was a small one? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm in. <laughs> well, because vacuum under the couch, that's hard to do. Yeah. Unless you can lift the couch. Unless you have a robot girl with who can one hand. Lift it with one hand. It's a great show. She's a small wonder. Is this available on Tubi or... Yes. It is? Okay. It shouldn't be available anywhere. (laughs) It should get buried and be forgotten. Like the E.T. video game. I want to watch this, and I want to watch My Secret Identity. I haven't watched that one in a while. Take this off the monitor, Nick. What is it? It's WandaVision. It's showing... I'm I'm not caught up on WandaVision yet, and it was showing... 
clips that I don't want to see yet. Uh, you didn't see last, last episode? I know. I said, because <gasps> see, my, my two sons are in on this viewing with me, and our timing, our scheduling hasn't worked out where we can sit down and watch this together. So I got to hell we need to watch the next two episodes. No, no, to hell with it. no, no it's, it's uh, together viewing. So. so, so what happened was uh, my, my wife, I, um, she was, so I watched the first two episodes, and I'm, I'm loving it. And um, and so I I, th- I I think it's something you could get into, hon. You could get into. So I gave her a quick little um, vision and Scarlet Witch primer. You She's know, not familiar with the stories? Uh, she is, but I gave her the clips just to explain why it's so weird what's going on. Right. And the framing. And she was on board a thousand percent. In this last episode, there was one of those moments where I got chills. Did yeah. you did you show her Endgame or? Uh... I showed her every clip to show how their relationship Started and Did you how, watch how those, the, the legends that they have on Disney Plus. Where is that? It's on Disney Plus. It's in the Marvel section. And legends, uh, they have two episodes. Right. One is uh, WandaVision, and yeah. one is I mean, one is Wanda, and one is Vision. Okay, and it's their backstory in all of the Marvel universe, all what? the MCU stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's called Legends. It's not long. It's like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, six so or I, seven minutes. And, I conducted and, my own. I, I I showed her the relevant clips. Not necessary. Yeah, you can watch it on Disney Plus, and uh, I mean, you can obviously go yeah. back and watch the movies too if you want. But um, these. Two setups are great before watching WandaVision. All right. And I believe they're going to do one for um, Loki because there's a Loki show that's coming soon. And then the um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ones are right right around the corner as well. So I have a feeling, you know, when you you entered into Lost and it was like, oh, they're going to pay it off. They're going to pay it off. They're going to pay it off. They didn't pay it off. Mm -mm. So with with the Marvel folks, um, knowing how they, they did what they did. I'm so excited the way WandaVision is rolling out, okay. and it's it's so cool. Yeah, I liked the first two episodes, and I'm excited to see the next yeah. one. Hey, Andy has a question here. Andy, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Good morning. Did you guys, morning. Ever, did you guys ever watch uh, Cobra Kai? Did you ever watch it? Not Cobra? only have I watched it, I've started <laughs> re-watching it. Yeah. Oh, that is, that, that, my sons and I, we've been, we watched all the, the series. It was, it was, it was actually good. I mean, there was a few corny things. Oh, it's a lot of corny it's fantastic. It's, cor- it's corniness is all- shut up. <laughs> all right, good enough. Thank you, Andy. Didn't mean to tell you to shut up. Uh, it's corniness is great. That's what part of, part of it is great. But I've started rewatching it with my daughter, and they're only thirty minute episodes, so it's easy to show somebody to see if they get a taste for it. And about three or four episodes in, she just turned to me. She's like. This is really good. And I'm like, yeah, all right. So I'm like, ah, got her. I've got to watch that second season. I have yet to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, I just watched the, the first. You oh, know. there's there's three seasons. So. I know. Yeah, I know. man. I'm, it's, I'm back. I'm back. Steve, it yeah. keeps getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you definitely got to get on board for I it. Told but you. listen, there's a gazillion things to watch. And now, right now, <laughs> Small wonder. per your guys' suggestion, now that I finally have Apple TV, I'm watching Servant, and I'm all caught up on that. Are, Are you? No. Not caught up on it. I'm caught up in, in it. In the series, And yeah. I think we're five episodes in. <laughs> what do you think? ten in the first season and so far three, I think. Or, or the third Two. one comes, comes out tomorrow. Out yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what do you think? Uh, I love it. It's, yeah. cr- it's weird. It's it's bizarre. It keeps you guessing. It's It's got every M. Night Shyamalan signature in it yeah. as well, which is great. If, Including if you like his cameo. His cameo in the <laughs> very first episode. But if you... Uh, if you like his style, then you're absolutely going to love it. And I think I love Rupert Grint in this. I think he's, he's so, good. Good. so good. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Which good for him because yeah. of all those Harry Potter, you know, of the three. Yeah, he's the one that you're kind of like, oh, what's going to go on? With he's this probably dude? not going to yeah, right? move on to to much. But he's he's great. In it. All right. So speaking of Harry Potter and suggestions on things, there is a new show on Netflix that I will not give the time of day because. I feel like if you're going to do anything about wizard and witch school, <laughs> that, like, Harry Potter's already done it. 
and they done they did it the best. And so there's this one on Netflix that it looks like it is a it's a it's a woman who's the main yeah wizard, right. And, I, I, and I look at the company the trailer or whatever, and I'm like, mm, I already did Harry Potter. Like, what are you gonna do that's that's better than that? Well, yeah, I mean that's 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 a that's a valid choice. Yeah. I mean, if you, if it's something now you know there may come a time where you're just desperate and you'll put it on and find out that you love it. Things can exist, obviously. You know, there there are more than just one you know secret agent series that, yeah. that and you know so the, it, it depends on what kind of mood you're in. Yeah, I uh, so I love superheroes. You guys know all that. They love and, you, and they love me, and you guys love it as well. And I was looking for something. And there was a show on Netflix. I was like, oh, what's this one all about? And I gave it, huh. I gave it way too much time to tell you the truth. What I was, was the title? Oh, um, so here's the deal. It is it is in the universe of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, right? And it, it is totally made for children. Right. And I'm telling you, like, I lasted maybe about a half hour, which is 25 minutes too long. Like, I, I really should have. Been, I'm like, oh, this is not meant for a 45 year old man. This is oh, so, so you went into it not knowing that, not knowing. Okay, I, just knew I was. It was a I had questions thing. if you started watching it knowing that. Okay, yeah, right. and. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I just... It's I, for children. <laughs> it, it is. And in the very beginning, I mean, they do mention Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and I, and I didn't even tap out then. Yeah. I, I actually lasted like another 15 or 20 minutes after that, and I was like... And then I was like... And... And... I was the only one in the room. It's not like I was watching it with my children either. And the TV wasn't even on. And the TV wasn't even on. Well, you get to a point where you're like, well, I've invested this much time in it. I, yeah. Now I feel like no. maybe there's going to be a payoff or maybe I have to finish I, it. And- I used to be that way, Nick. Yeah. Now there's just too much to right. watch, too much that I look forward to. Plus, I'm watching movies and living in that world and, and loving, you know, just, just, I mean, like this weekend, I'm going to watch the last picture show again because yeah. with Cloris Leachman passing. You know, all that that stuff happens all the time. And you're like, okay, I got to go revisit that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just... It's okay if you don't get to every piece of entertainment on Earth. So, have any of you guys watched um, uh, Raised by Wolves yet on HBO Max? You told me about it. <sighs> okay, and it's supposed to be great. No, it's two not. episodes too long, I feel. It's a, you know, it's a ten One episode. too many wolves? One, well, there are actually no wolves in it. Mm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, it, like, now... These uh, shows feel the need to make a ten episode arc, and it's like, well, you don't re- feel that need. No, you can make it eight. I- I'm, you know, and and a lot of people out there are going to be okay with eight as long as you can make those eight super duper compelling. And half hour works. It mm-hmm. does. It, these, it will work. Are these half hour long? Uh... No, they're like about an hour or so. The hell with that. And, and it, it is really really good, <laughs> but they they just made it two episodes too long. They really could have cut out a lot of stuff and just shortened it by two whole episodes. But did you like it? I, I ended up, I, yeah, I have to watch, <laughs> you know, me fell asleep in the last episode. And so I, I know. What if I, they got rid of the theme song that <laughs> show me your smile again? Well, <laughs> that's the best part. I love that. Show me your wolves again. Show me your wolves. Wow. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, speaking of, of uh, you know, a uh, little throwback to the beginning of the conversation, somebody had texted and said, um, Small Wonder is a national treasure. <laughs> F you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, is that a Canadian show? No. No. No, that's too, that's too easy to blame Canada. <laughs> I mean, I know too much about that show. Yeah. The main character, the son, Jamie It's based Walsh. on Othello. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Edie McClurg uh, is the nosy neighbor, right? Yeah. Edie McClurick. Yeah. Edie McClurick, who's in uh, uh, Ferris Plane, Bueller. And, and Planes, uh, Trains, and Automobiles. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, she's uh, the neighbor of yeah. that, on that show as well. He's a righteous dude. 
Yeah. That, oh, she's in, she was on Small Wonder? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. She died uh, uh, not that long ago, right? I she think did. she had a health yeah. issue and is still alive. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, she had a. She, she was. Um, she, she had a Tanya and, Roberts death. Uh, no, she did not have that. She is ill, and I believe she had a stroke, and she, she she's not doing well. But oh, she I'm is, sorry. She is still alive. Okay. Okay. Well, then that's good news. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Okay. Is it yeah. really? That, uh, <laughs> small wonder sucks. Okay. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> My opinion is fact. <laughs> You know what? Didn't Matt Cord write this theme song? <laughs> yeah. Right after his anal swab. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, Alan Thicke, who, Alan looks, Thicke. who, who looks like uh, Matt Cord. He does. Uh, a few years old. In fact, so. we got the chance to tell Alan Thicke what a Matt Cord correlation there was when he was... He was in the studio years ago. Yes. Alan Thicke, yeah. That's He's right. definitely dead. Uh, yes. Who? Sadly, Alan, Alan Thicke. Thicke. Oh, see, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. that was a, the, a heart attack. It was a yeah. sudden one, right? Around 2016. Yeah. yeah, I've been hanging on for You've five years, and he was still alive. He died during an aggressive anal swab. <laughs> you know, his wife Maggie Seaver. I think was one of the hottest <laughs> absolutely TV moms. I yeah. loved her. Yeah, she's actually related to a an Olympic. Um, figure skater. Nick, can you see um who we who we're talking about now? Uh, Maggie Seaver. Joanna what? Kearns. Yes, okay. that's it. Joanna Kearns is yeah. related to a, I believe I'm correct, a an Olympic skater. Um, I will have to see a picture of her to remember. I didn't watch Growing Pains. I did. I ended up liking the show. It was sh- sharper than I thought it would be. Yeah. It, it got more. The humor got more evolved. Right. And I thought it was good. I mean, when you have a secondary character named Boner, how can you go? And Leonardo DiCaprio was on there for a while, right? Yeah. 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 Well, they brought in him. He was and then, the Oliver of the show. And then oh, they also really? brought in a daughter yeah. as well. They tend to do that. Okay. Um, and then what, what's the connection we're looking for? With Donna DeVarona. That's who it is. That's her sibling. And I believe Donna DeVarona is, is an athlete of some sort, a well-known, so well-known that no one knows her. Okay. Donna Deverona, uh, American former competition swimmer, activist, and television sports Swimmer. Okay. Swimmer. I thought she was a dancer. All right. <laughs> Jesus. No. No, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Call me. All right. I think that uh, that will end the discussion here. Right. Uh, but but uh, I, I started it by saying that you should watch this uh, this special. It's an hour and a half long. It's a, it's a one man show. It's called In and of Itself. It's very moving. It's very interesting. It's very unique. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. Correct. Uh, and we'll see if we can get that guy <laughs> on sometime. <laughs> um, let's take a break and come back in a second, and we will talk to Bernie Capel yeah! of Love Boat for crying out loud. And we'll also get the Bizarre File, and then we've got uh, another run at No Sad Dose. More money to be given to you. Hopefully, we'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Going to keep an eye on the phone line. We're uh, waiting for a call from uh, Bernie Capel. Dr. Adam Bricker on Love Boat. Siegfried on Get Smart. Yep. Uh, so we'll we'll get him on uh, momentarily. So I guess this can kill a little bit of time. I remind you about the uh, flash sale that we have in a rock shop. Uh, the new Preston and Steve Good Morning It coffee mug. Uh, you need to order it by Wednesday to get it because uh, the sale ends then. Did you hear the promo? No, I haven't. The heard promo it yet. has the actual point of the creation no. of Good Morning It. <laughs> 
great. <laughs> it came out of my mouth. I don't, I just don't know. <laughs> and people <laughs> immediately responded. Have you ever uh, had something, a, a word, a, yeah. whatever, something leave your mouth and, like, you had no intention of saying that whatsoever? Like, some... That's some, my whole life. Some sort of... I mean, really. No, I mean, like, like it, like yeah. your mouth moved, it said it, and you were like... What was that? Where the hell did yeah. that come from? I had... My, my brain did that all by its lonesome. I had no me, whoever I am, my consciousness... Did not decide to do that. It's funny when you recognize it, too. I was watching the Flyers game the other night, and uh, Jim Jackson said, and, and the Phillies are bringing it up the ice. And then he, just, he goes, oh. and the Phillies? <laughs> and lit- on air, and he goes, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best, obviously. Yeah. Uh, another item in the rock shop in aisle two is uh, the Pierre Beard tie-dyed face mask, and that is back in stock by... Uh, popular demand. It's very limited quantities, and uh, you will need to to get that as soon as you can because that will go away soon too. Uh, the system, you know. So basically, when you order stuff, they they, they may, they're sort of making it, you know, based on demand. So that's why the rock shop really works well. We can have these very specific items mm-hmm. and uh, and offer them this way. So uh, uh, and also just ordered the the uh, added the Brent Porsche logo hats and shirts. I like those too. Are available too. So yeah. if you want. We should really, ha- we ought to have a face mask that has this huge beard attached to it. Because he's, ro- he's rocking a, uh, uh, for, a serious for, beard. For Brent. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. like bordering on ZZ yeah. Top territory. Yeah. yeah. It's getting out of control. It, it is. But, it's uh, formidable to say the least. Yeah, he likes it. Absolutely. Um, all right, so anyhow, anything that you need via uh, WMMR through the Rock Shop, you just go to WMMR.com, you click on the Rock Shop, you will find there. There are a lot of great items. Our guest is ready to go. As Steve said just a moment ago, uh, you remember him from things like Get Smart and uh, The Love Boat and multiple projects throughout the years. Yes. And right now he's on a show on CBS. It's called Be Positive. Yeah. Thursday nights at 830 is uh, when you find this, and it's a really interesting concept. So we are happy to welcome to the show this morning uh, Mr. Bernie Capel, who is here with us this morning. Bernie. Good morning. Welcome, sir. Good morning. How are you? Oh, very happy to be talking to you. Excellent. Uh, listen, we, you know what? It, as I said, a really interesting concept about this show, uh, and in that it involves uh, organ donation. Uh, hence the name "Be Positive" for the program because it's the letter B. Be positive uh, when somebody is searching for a kidney donor. And what? Uh, now it's not you involved with this uh, kidney potential transplant here. Who is your character, and, and what role do you play, Bernie? I play a guy, uh, believe it or not, I play an older guy and, and in a <laughs> living place, and, um, and I get I get sort of carted around in, in a van, and I, I get to say uh, things that are on my mind, and I keep I keep trying to tell the the ladies that I'm I'm very active sexually. <laughs> well, it's a lot like the love boats, like yeah. Doctor Brinker. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, here I am at the age of, of 87, and I'm bragging about that. But that's, that's just in the script. That's just in the script. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. sure that bears no relevance to your actual situation. But, no, uh... no. I'm, I'm a nice homebody. I have a very strong wife. If I start farting around, she'll kill me. <laughs> Bernie, uh, so you're playing oh, Mr. Great. Knudsen, and, and so I guess Gina, who is the donor... Uh, to the uh, Drew, who is the uh, th- uh, therapist, newly divorced dad, he's facing a uh, he needs the, this kidney donation. But the thing I found fascinating is that the creator of the show this is actually based on, or at least close to, his own personal story. Correct? 
Exactly. Now, at, at our table read, you know, everybody sits around and reads the script for the first time. I, this guy shows up, and I'd never seen him before. He says, hello, my name is Marco Panette. He said, about uh, 15 years ago, I wasn't feeling very well. I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, um, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you need a kidney. Mm. So I went through all these adventures to get the kidney, and uh, and I wrote it down, uh, plus some imaginative things, and that's how, that's how this show came about. And I, I would imagine you learn a lot more about that. I mean, from time to time, I, I'll see someone driving on the road with a sticker like they, they, they have yeah. made for the back window of their car that says, so-and-so looking for, you know, kidney donor, um, because it can be one incredible adventure and a scary one at that for people to track down an organ donor. Well, I wouldn't put anything on the back of my car. <laughs> you never know. You never know who you're going to... So you're, you're saying you wouldn't buy an organ out of a van? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, yeah. actually, I would not. not uh, actually, I'm very lucky. I don't. I don't need any uh, any further organs. I think I have enough working organs to uh, to get by. Well, that's <laughs> is solid. Well, I, so and Chuck Lorre is one of the uh, the co-producers on the show. He's got, of course, a legendary run with CBS and, and successful shows. But um, so honestly, I have to tell you because. Every Sunday on MeTV, my wife and I sit down and we watch Love Boat. I watched it when it first aired. Um, obviously a legendary show. But talking about Preston, you know, throwing back to Dr. Bricker. Mm-hmm. Man, the amount of women they paired you with and the amount of women who of the time were the creme de la creme of Hollywood hotness. Uh, that That has to be some fond memories for you, Bernie. Oh. You just you just woke me up. No, this this was this was incredible. I mean, I I tell you, when I first came out to Hollywood uh, at the at the beckoning of my dear friend James Drury, who was the Virginian. I don't know if you're old enough to remember. I do. Him. Yeah, absolutely. We were students at NYU uh, back in 1951. 1951. His father was a, a professor of marketing at, at NYU. And he had, just to give you an idea what the money was in 1951, his father had a, what they call a cold water flat very close to NYU. And um, Jim and I and his father spent a lot of time there. And uh, the, the rent was $34 a month. Wow. Was apartment. I said, oh, my God. And, and recently, or not recently, a few years ago, I did, I did a play in New York. And uh, the guy said, I'm going to give you a break. It's only going to be uh, 2500 a month. <laughs> 34 wouldn't even co- cover your, your lowest utility right now. So that, that, that's amazing. No, it, it's, it is incredible. But um, Jim and I were great pals, and uh, we apprenticed together in Cooperstown, where Professor Somerville had a, a summer theater. And uh, we dreamt of being great Shakespearean actors. Of course, it never worked out that way. Uh, all the girls looked at Jim. Jim was a very handsome guy. He, by the way, he recently passed away. Wow. Jim was afraid of flying. He would not fly anywhere. But he never stopped smoking, and that's what killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a horrible thing. Bernie, yeah. with, with being on a show that, that has the, um, you know, you, you know who you're going to be working with all the time, uh, juxtaposed to uh, The Love Boat, who which draw was guest stars yeah. constantly, every single week. 
Um, was that a uh, was was that a fun adventure as an actor, or could that be a very difficult thing because you had people uh, that were not part of the regular crew regularly, or did it make it kind of fun that you had a rotating cast? It was a treat. It was we had more Academy Award winners. We had uh, Shirley Jones. Yeah. Uh, we we had Eva Marie Saint. We had um, oh golly, uh, these uh, uh, Ray Milland, who who won the Academy Award for Lost Weekend. We had Ernie Borgnine, who I worked with wow. on the Tales Navy. Wow! I mean, these amazing, amazing, talented people. Uh, we had, uh, it was just it was just a treat, just an absolute treat. And we went all over the world. Now I was in the Navy. Yeah. Where I got drafted into the Navy in um, what is it, '55, uh, or, or and uh, I, I, I got the I, I was on the USS Iowa, uh, lucky, 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 and uh, I got all over the world in peacetime on the Iowa. We, we went all over the world. It's and amazing. Twenty years later, twenty years later on the Love Boat, I went to some of these same places. <laughs> With luxury and opulence, and I, said, I think I think I like princess cruising better than the navy. <laughs> then, then wartime. Well, it really, honestly, if you stop and think about it, and it was part of the genius of the show, is that you had these actors who were legendary Hollywood actors who were maybe more towards the twilight of their career and were doing television at that time. So. I mean, when I saw Andy Warhol, not that Andy Warhol was a legendary actor, but even Andy Warhol, the pop culture, you know, basically almost created pop culture on the show. It, it was pretty wild. But I was familiar with you, obviously. Uh, the, your work as Siegfried on Get Smart, which was still one, of, still one of the sharpest, most brilliantly written shows of all time. You had to savor doing a character that over the top. Did I savor it? I mean, I loved every moment of it. Wow. Oh, this, guy is, this guy is angry. What is he? He's angry. He's pissed at his, uh, his, his co-workers. He doesn't like anybody. How do I get comedy out of this? Yeah. At the time, I knew a guy from, from Austria, and I said, I'll steal his accent. And I, steal, I stole his accent. And the thing with, that I learned about, about the, uh, German accents or European accents is these people learn... English from Britishers. So I, in in the Siegfried, I had just a bit of a bit of a British German accent, and uh, that worked very nicely. And that is the one that people remember even more than Love Boat. By the way, back to Love Boat, I was a, a very proficient physician. Yes, and I never lost a patient. Ah. Oh. Neither did, neither did I ever heal anything. Oh, we got to let him go. There's, uh, they, uh, wow. We went too long. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. You know what? I I never put. Uh, was there ever a medical emergency on there? There were. There were. In fact, he, he, okay. perfor- he performed a medical. Uh, in fact, he had to have other. Um, he had to have another surgeon step in with him and, and, okay. and do it. There was one where there was uh, where Maureen McCormick was terminal, and they had to deal with that. There was one what, where... Marsha Brady? Marsha Brady. There was one where um, from Rue McClannan was a battered wife, and you know who the wow. batterer was? No. Uh, Dick Van Patten. What? Like the and nicest guy the in nicest the world? The nicest guy was a, <laughs> was a wife beater. Wow. Yes. Some powerful... Episodes. Wow. I, I'd wanted to ask him because oh, we, we lost it because he was it was great. But he was 
he, there's a story he told where where Lauren Tweez, who played Julie, the um, the you know the uh, the cruise director, the cruise director, mm-hmm. um, her real name is Cindy. So her agent, um, her agent said to her, "You're never going to make it with the name Cindy. Change your name to Lauren." She's like, "All right." And so she she was telling him the story. She she, she gets in an elevator, and and some of this, a couple of these other uh, clients of this agent gets on board, and one of them is a woman. And he says, "Lauren, I'd like you to meet Lauren." Oh no! Oh. It turns out every one of his female clients he told to name change her name to Lauren. Oh, yeah. Wow, not yeah. Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that was your cue. Oh yeah. Cindy! He had it. I had it. He had the Cindy! pointer on Cindy. I'm yeah. like, not Cindy? Yeah. Cindy? I got distracted because uh, Linda Lavin's page is brought up on the uh, computer screen over there. I was like, why Linda Lavin? Okay. And She's then, in uh, the show with uh, Bernie Capel. <laughs> okay. Oh, seriously? Yeah. She's in the Be Positive show. Alice. I did not know that. Okay, Alice from, uh, yeah, the show, Alice. That was a weird way to wrap up that interview, too. Yeah. It's usually like we got to go. It's like, hey, everybody, don't forget well, the pickup sweeper your... from the next radio station yeah. he was going to be talking to. <laughs> we could have we chat with him for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, he, was, uh, he was in a good talking mood. Well, yeah. All right, so we got a few minutes uh, before we get to No Sad Dose, so let's do this. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, we'll start with this one. This is a pretty disturbing story. Uh, a man fired a gun at least 94 times oh. while targeting his ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend during a drive-by shooting Saturday night. How thin is this guy? Records show the shooting happened about 11.30 p.m. As a sergeant was pulling up to the scene, a woman in a silver Chevrolet Malibu told her the victim had already driven himself to a uh, hospital. The police had conducted a traffic stop to get more information and the woman said, Vincent Lee Howard Jr., the father of her three-year-old child, had gotten upset at the woman and her current boyfriend. The woman claimed that Howard was jealous of his ex's relationship, even though she and Howard are broken up and Howard is married. Howard, his ex, and her current boyfriend were all on the phone yelling at each other before the shooting, and Howard made a threat toward the other man. Wow. About ten minutes after the call, police say Howard drove his wife's black Mercedes to the man's home and fired at least 94 shots based on the number of shell casings found at the scene. The man was outside at the time and had to duck into a shrub for cover, but he was shot in his left buttock. I can't believe that's the only place he was hit. Uh, No one else was shot, although one woman hit her head as she fell to the ground to protect herself from the oncoming bullets. What, did he set up a a belt-fed machine gun on the front lawn? Uh, The woman's boyfriend said that he saw a man who had his face covered uh, hanging out of the sunroof of a black Mercedes while firing a gun. This dude's hanging up. He's at the sunroof. And he said that there were two other people in the Mercedes as well. Multiple homes and at least one vehicle (laughs) were damaged during the gunfire. He's upset over the guy's he kept drill. screaming Delco. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, police. Delco! That's <laughs> still one of my favorites. Uh, so multiple homes and at least one vehicle were damaged during the gunfire. Police said that they were able to quickly identify Howard as a suspect and determine his address based on the vehicle registration. And when Jeez. officers arrived at his home, they said... A shooting had just taken place, but no one was injured. Howard was located near his home a short time later. Uh, police said he was in a white Nissan with two other people. He's facing charges of attempted first-degree murder. After the seventieth wow. shot, I'd think huh, I'm just not going to hit. It's this not guy. my day. Yeah, it's just, just, not just my go day. home. Yeah, take take the L. Go home. 
Well, it was no pleasure for workers at a Chick-fil-A to bar an irate woman from the restaurant Monday night after she allegedly railed against COVID-19 protocols. The woman tried to walk inside but was told dining room was closed due to virus concerns. Employees told police that they forced her... Chicken should have told you. (laughs) They forced her out (laughs) and assumed that she left before she pulled up to the drive-thru window in a white Chrysler sedan. She was accompanied by two other women. The females began to scream at the employees at the location. (laughs) Come on. I mean, you could go through the drive-thru. It's just the inside was closed. It's it's easier. You just sit down. However, none of the statements uh, could be remembered by the employees. The females attempted to climb through the drive-thru window. But they were stopped by employees. The employees locked the doors and the windows. What followed was captured on cell phone video and shared on Instagram. In the video, a woman is seen beating on the closed drive through window as masked Chick-fil-A employees scramble inside. The suspect, the suspected females started to pick up cement bricks from nearby and throw them at the drive through window Jeez. in an attempt to break in. They love that chicken. Love it. They just wanted to break in. Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. Thanks for choosing Chick-fil-A. One of our representatives will be with you in a moment. Uh, the window was not shattered completely, but did have noticeable cracks Why don't you in it. you calm the F down? Uh, no one was reported injured in the incident, and the women were gone when police arrived. So they are they are looking for them. And you mentioned Chick-fil-A. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You've got to have me some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> one last story. Uh, an FDNY firefighter was hit in the head by a falling air conditioner unit as he and his crew attended a blaze in Brooklyn on Monday. Did you see this footage? I did not. It's scary as that Preston, and, and, and apparently he was hurt badly. Yeah, the man was seen walking next to a building when, out of nowhere, the metal unit fell from above, striking the man with a glancing blow. The firefighter fell to the floor instantly. His colleagues rushed to his aid. A loud crash can be heard in the video before the AC unit pummels. The firefighters not and the firefighter knocking him to the ground. Uh, he was responding to a two alarm blaze along with 106 other firefighters uh, just before 9 a.m. on Monday. Incredibly, the rescuer survived. He was taken to the hospital in stable but serious condition. His injuries did not appear to be life threatening. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, you know how heavy those things are. Oh my God! Dropped yeah. from up. Yeah, and, and he just you know hits him in the head. Um, he was wearing his. The hats can't stop everything, but it stops something. At this time, it's not clear if the air conditioner fell from the building accidentally or if it was thrown deliberately. So they're obviously investigating that. We're watching the video of it uh, right now. I want to see when this... Oh, Oh my my God. God. Landed squarely on his head. Squarely on his head. Wow. That's terrible. All right. um, This is not so bad, though. 93.3 WMMR presents... No Center! All right. We got a word for you. And the word is fun. That is this hour's keyword, fun, F-U-N. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. you got three ways to do it. Via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or to also be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry win, $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone if you enter. Contest rules are at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Stakem. So the word, again, is fun. F-U-N. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with a lesson question and more stuff to give away. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And we have this Thursday morning unfolding before us. Still some stuff to do before the day is up. We have a Word of the Week prize. We'll get the letter uh, at the end of our program. 
Uh, and a reminder to you that uh, a bit of a temperature, well, it, it's not much of a change today, but the wind is coming in. I'm looking at hard right now, and I'm seeing the trees moving around. Uh, and as the day goes on, the uh, uh, the windy conditions are going to increase. And by the time we get to the afternoon, it's going to be blustery, like 2, 3 o'clock, something like that. Kathy, I think you said forecasters were saying tomorrow would be biting cold. Biting cold. Flapping wow. cold. Yeah, so uh, tomorrow's high. 27 degrees, so it's going to feel like uh, single digits. Uh, so those uh, those doing the outdoor work tomorrow are going to have uh, a day ahead of them. So yeah. keep that in mind. Don't folks, envy them. If that is you. All right, we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give away a $50 Metro Diner gift card. Uh, I'm going to go with this. Uh, which films will they be screening at the Briarbush Nature Center as part of their kids' activities this weekend? <laughs> From what director, I should say. 215-263-WMMR. This is during Kathy's activities this morning. Uh, so which films will they be screening at the Briar Bush Nature Center as part of their kids' activities this weekend? Not really, because no. that's really a local thing that's yes. going on. Uh, but uh, the films of whom? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Gwynedd Mercy University. Their graduate programs of proven professors who can help propel you, you to the next level. Visit them at gmercyu. Edu. What's happening, uh, Steve? Well, singer Halsey shocking her fans on Instagram by revealing she is pregnant. Halsey explained saying that a man laid on top of her and used his genitalia to introduce seminal fluid into her fallopian tube. Oh, wow. Is that how that oh, happens? Yeah. My God. <laughs> Royal watchers are absolutely delighting in the special outdoor time Kate Middleton is spending with her five-year-old daughter, Princess Charlotte. Many have noted that mother and daughter seem closest when they're going for the best times on MI6's tactical shotgun range. <laughs> And finally, Tim Robbins has filed for divorce from Gritella Brunuski after secretly marrying her three years ago. Robin says he hid the marriage because he never wanted it to overshadow the divorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if you've been paying attention this morning. Lesson question today, uh, which films will be will they be screening uh, at the Briarbush Nature Center as part of their kids' activities this weekend? And I will go to Ken, see if we have the answer. Hey, Ken. Hi. All right, Ken, Hi. what uh, films will they be screening? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. You got it. Films by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, hang on the line, Ken. We are going to get some information from you, and we are going to set you up with a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And keep in mind, they are welcoming 2021 with a waffle evolution. Metro Diner launched three stuffing waffles. I want a stuffing waffle. Piled high with comforting food toppings like sausage, gravy, and chicken tenders stacked on a waffle pressed from savory stuffing. You can visit MetroDiner.com to view their menu today. Let's get into some music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Michael. All right, uh, just a handful of things this morning. We'll start with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. They may have just, uh, may, they just might have a number one album on their hands with post-human survival horror. The first in a series of EPs to be released as part of their post-human project. This EP was released digitally in October, but is now available on vinyl, CD, cassette. Cassette? Okay. 
as of this weekend. <laughs> Cassette has become sort of a retro thing now. And is a contender for the top spot. You just don't hear it that yeah, often. Because the sound deteriorates and they're horrible. Lead singer Ollie Sykes said, I don't know if it's just a testament to what a dire state the charts are in, but it's cool. It's not that I don't care about it. It's more about the negative energy and disappointment when things don't go your way. I didn't want this, but it feels like a cop-out to not try and get it now. I'm practicing getting prepared for things not going our way and that being fine. <laughs> hey, sounds like it's a good attitude. All right. Uh, bring me the horizon. Plan on heading out on a U.K. arena tour beginning sometime in September. Dave Grohl's daughter, Violet, is featured on the new Foo Fighters album, Medicine at Midnight. The 14-year-old contributes backing vocals to the album's opening number called Making a Fire. Uh, during an interview with BBC... Grohl revealed how the collaboration came about, saying at around 2 or 3 o'clock every day, I would take a break and go pick her up from school. Sometimes she'd want to come back to the house, and she'd sit on the couch and do her homework. He said, one day, our producer, Greg Kirsten, said, hey, Violet, would you like to do a backup vocal? And she got behind the microphone. She did a few takes. And on the course of making making a fire, that's Violet's high vocal in there. Uh, he added, uh, it didn't seem official until my account called a few accountant called a few months ago and asked where she should deposit Violet's check. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, she's hanging on the album, so she has to be paid for playing on the record. That's true. Uh, and I said, you can take that money and give it to me, and I'll put it in an account for Violet that she can open when she's 18 years old. So I guess she got some kind of, uh, you know, like, I don't know if she's union or not, yeah. but uh, some kind of scale pay you would imagine. for that because you don't really get, you know, residuals she's just by a, performing on a song. She's got a good voice. She sang, there was something she sang with her dad. Yeah, I remember that a while back. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she can. Yeah. She can sing. Yeah. And then one last story. Seether released a video for Bruised and Bloodied on Wednesday. Frontman Sean Morgan said in a press release, Making the video for Bruised and Bloodied felt surreal in many ways uh, after the craziness that was 2020. That was the first time that we had been in a room together in months, and all of us felt like this incredible exhilaration to be behind our instruments again. I felt like a kid again, and hopefully the energy that we are all sharing comes together on screen. Uh, the song is the second single off of their eighth studio album, Civis uh, Pacam Parabellum. Right. Uh, so that is what I have for you. If you Music want peace, news. prepare for war, right? What you said. Yes. Yeah. There you go. From John Wick. I'm sure yes. That's where you got it. All right. That's it. We are done. Rage on. We'll come back and give the official Rage on. I thought we were signing off right there. No, good night. <laughs> no, we'll see you later. Good night, have, a good have a good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. We'll come back in a moment, Jen A, and we'll have the letter of the day for the word of the week prize for you, and we'll find out what Pierre is going to get into as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Bye-bye, Jimmy. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Good one to end on. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny California. And that was that song we just played? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just had, I'm like, God, I'm... I'm I'm yeah. tired today, man. I'm having a hard time collecting my thoughts. I'm like, that was that wasn't snow. Hey, oh, it was no, that was yeah, Danny. Was Danny California. Yeah. All right, good. Danny? Yes, it's Danny. <laughs> Ninety-three-three WMMR this morning. It is ten thirty-one. We are at the end of our journey broadcast day. Uh, Pierre will be starting his in a little bit, but I would like to thank 
our guest on the show today. Great talking to uh, Christopher Mintz Plus A. Yeah, nice guy. Uh, he was promoting a new season of the show on Comedy Central, which is called Blark and Son, but we talked about everything from uh, Kick-Ass to... Um, uh, super bad, super bad. Thank you. Yeah. God, see, I can't even remember that. Uh, it was great having him on. And then we have Bernie Capel, yeah, Doctor Adam Bricker from uh, the Love Boat, and he is on a show on CBS, which is called Be Positive. And he was in a great mood and had a lot of cool things. We should have more time. With I him. know, I know. Yeah, 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 tons of stories. Yep, most definitely. So that was fun. Um, so we need to do the letter of the day for the word of the week, and I believe that Casey is going to supply. That letter for us, so let's do this. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter R, as in Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga. All right, and we have to give away for the Word of the Week prize from Stateside Vodka, a case of award-winning vodka with four custom Stateside Rocks glasses. Stateside products are available at your local liquor store and now shipping nationwide, so you can send to all of your friends and family out of town as well. Visit statesidevodka.com for details. You must be 21 and older in order to win that, which is, uh, uh, we're going to give that away on Friday, so one more to go. Uh, So the winning just keeps on happening. Speaking of which, I'm going to go to someone named D. Is this Sweet D? I don't know how sweet I am. (laughs) (laughs) Usually D is a female, but I'll go along with sweet D. Uh, D, why are you calling us, man? Because I just won $500 on (laughs) That is correct. So is it D as in like D. Snyder? Yes, exactly. All right. Not Deandra? Is that short for anything or is that uh, literally your first name? That is my first name. Wow. Okay. I'd never asked D. Snyder if that's his name. You or... know, that's a good question. I, I guess, but obviously, here's proof. You can just go with D. Yeah, nice. That's right. Right on. All right, D. Where are you from, man? Uh, I live over in Overbrook. In Overbrook. All right. It says here that you are at work and you had to, and then it, I don't see the rest of what it says on the screen here. What is this? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, a, a social worker. I'm w- I was with a client. She ran in to get her telephone so I could talk to you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Wow. All there right. Well, listen, uh, we're happy to give you 500 bucks, D. So congratulations. And social work is great work. So you seem like you're a good person and you deserve it, my man. Go be social. Thank you guys very much. You guys have a great day. Excellent. Let's hear it for baby. Sweet D, yeah. guys. Nice. Another $500 winner. With no sad dough, and uh, Pierre's going to have your next opportunity, and that will be at noon, not too far off from now. Uh, and then one every two hours up until 8 p.m., so 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m., your chances to win, So, just like D. D, going with D, uh, D is for Daniel in D. Snyder's case. Person. Okay, all yes. right. Fair uh, enough. I think Connor called it up or Marissa called this up. Good to know. Uh, and we are, we're done for the day. So I like ending on that Good note. Night. <laughs> I want to thank our uh, sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also brought to you by Fred Beans. Take about a 2020 and hello to great deals. Shop online at fredbeans.com. Tomorrow, uh, Friday, no sad bro, along with no sad dough. And we're going to talk to a guy who just announced his retirement. Mr. Bill Clement will be on our show. So it'll be good to uh, catch up with Bill and see how he's doing so far into retirement. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
the Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, y'all. This is Candace, part owner of Sunshine on a Cloudy Day Rock Shop, where we will find a large selection of crystals, rocks, gems, and fossils, along with spiritual and meditation aids. We're located in the Williamstown Farmer's Market, just off the Black Horse Pike. We're open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Check our website, www.socd3.com. Next message. Hi, this is Adrian from Meat Wagon Barbecue. Come and see us at one of our two locations off of 309 and Hatfield or at the Trolley Barn Marketplace on Broad Street in Quakertown. Our menu features traditional barbecue favorites as well as unique specialties. Check us out at TheMeatWagonBBQ.com. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.